That's it. I mean, like, even to this day, I won't say Beetlejuice three times in a row. As a matter of fact, if I say, like, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, I won't say it again in the next uh, 24-hour cycle. I don't even wait until after midnight. I said give it a full 24 hours. And so far, it's worked out perfectly. Hey, it's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Pepper Hicks starting us off with some animals this morning. Uh, Pepper, I know you're upset. If you want to go home today, it's up to you. Uh, I don't know whether you know this or not, Fez. The two quarries uh, are Pepper's favorite people in the whole world. One of them is dead, and at this point, I can't figure out what quarry it is. We're still waiting confirmation if anybody has any news on that. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. One of the quarries is gone. Again. We don't know which one. And up to this point, I thought they were twins. But according to uh, early reports, they weren't even related. They were just both named Corey. So you're going to be okay today, Pepper? I guess I could just take solace and then we have one Corey left. I don't know how much longer that's going to last, though. Oh. Because that's like a Siamese twin. If one head gets cut off, why would the other one hang around trying to live? I guess it could be weeks before we find out which one it is till autopsy reports come back. I don't know whether we're waiting on the autopsy or maybe just see which mother buries them. But I then again, I can't tell them apart. I know one's a Jew. I had no idea that. I think one's a Jew and one's a Canuck, but I'm not sure which one, Ronnie. The mystery still remains unsolved. All right, so we've got a, a Jewish uh, quarry, a Canadian quarry. I had no idea neither was American. Yeah, it's, um, and there is a quarry just wandering around lost today. All right, it is the Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's some of the big news we'll be talking about today. The Corys did how many movies together? It was like five, six, and then uh, a lot of the movies that one of them wasn't in, he, he kind of got credited in. Because everybody says, well, he was, the Corys were in the Goonies, but I think only one of them was. Yeah. I know they were in Lost Boys. They were both in Lost Boys. They were both in... Um Adventures in Babysitting. And Dream a Little Dream. Remember that one where they pretended that we're, they were old men and he was like uh, Michael Jackson? <laughs> what was with the Michael Jackson? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, one of the Corys was rumored to be with Michael Jackson. He really? Was, yeah, he was one of the early ped rumors. I don't know which one that was either. Again, it doesn't really matter. The fact is, uh, half the Corys are gone. Um, 38 years old. And still seems like a baby to you. You know, when, mm -hmm. when Kinnison died at 38, people were like, well, you know, he did his thing. He had a great run. He did everything he was supposed, you know. People acted like, well, it's acceptable. But uh, Corey Hayman it still feels like a crib death somehow. Um, and I guess this kid couldn't straighten it out no matter what. He even did a reality show not too long ago that he couldn't even get it straightened out on. So I guess it's not too shocking. Uh, here's Steve. T Steve in Tampa. You're on the Manifest Show. Hey, buddies. Uh, yeah, I mean, we do have Corey Feldman, Corey Hyman, Corey... Corey Hyman? Hyman. Corey Feldman was the one who dressed like Michael Jackson the most and was friends with him, so... Uh, the, the fact that. that you gave me his name is Corey Hyman, I'm uh, not too sure I could uh, take your advice. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Were you a fan as well, Dave? 
Yes, I was. Um, I didn't realize they were both in Goonies. I thought only one of them was in Goonies. I'm I'm pretty sure you're right, Ronnie. <laughs> Wait, but you told me they were both in Goonies. No, no, Goonies. I said they're both in Lost Boys and both in Adventures in Babysitting. But oh, I, only I, one in Goonies. Yeah, I I think only one of them. I'm not sure which one it was though. All right, let's go over. Uh, Mike, you're on Fez. Good morning, buddy. Yeah. Well, I I think you might want to check your news source because it both the Corys are still alive. It, it was Boner that died. You know, if that's true. If uh, there is only could be, if if one of these guys was boner, it would be fucking fabulous. Nick in Arizona, you're on the Run Fest show. Good morning, guys. It's like it's like the Highlander movie. Corey's. There can be only one. There can be only one Corey. Well, now, now is this the Corey uh, who was in uh, uh, that sang person uh, called personality? I don't think it was that Corey. Well, Corey's that. Uh, here's Freak. Freak, you're on the Ron and Fez show. You know, I fucking really loved when he sang uh, Sunglasses at Night. Well, that was, that was a, a beautiful break. song. Uh, actually covered by Dave's band. Here's a little uh, tribute to the Corey that died. I'll tell you, when you hear the kind of uh, music that was playing in the 80s, you wonder why the Ronald Reagan didn't turn the nukes on us and just said, I've gone over the music charts and I've decided to just fucking nuke out our own country. The survivors, hopefully, we'll get back to rocking. All right, here is uh, Paul. Paul in Austin. You're on a fez. Ronnie, I know you're going to be up on this. Nicole Eggert in the movie Blown Away with the two Corys where they're both fighting over her. Oh, that, smoking hot. First of all, that's the peak Fezzy. of... That's the peak. Hi, Fezzy. That's the peak of any of the Cory movies, Blown Away, where the two Corys both banging and at her, at her peak, Nicole Eggert, and then also attempting to kill each other throughout the entire movie. Have you seen this one, Dave? Oh yeah, yeah. That's one. Of my, that's one of Davy Mac's first spankable films. Yeah, I got fat cash. You've never made it through that fucking film. <laughs> I don't know the ending. Yeah, there's. Well, there's no way. The reason to stick around for the ending. Uh, here is uh, here's Fred. Fred, New Jersey. You're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, that would be the Canadian Corey is dead. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> The one who was not Michael Jackson. Yeah, I get confused, though, which one was Michael Jackson. Now, obviously, I'm sure Lost Boys is their biggest movie together. But Blown Away, I believe, is their most artistic. That's when they were in their independent film scene. License to Drive, I think, was their big comedy hit. Where one of the Corys was trying to get his license. Yeah. And the other Corey was bad or something? Yeah, the other Corey was a bad, bad influence. Yeah, they never were like, uh, you know, like best buddies in a lot of these movies. They kind of were on the other sides. Yeah, it's strange. Um, I, yeah, I've been calling Adventures in Babysitting License. That's what I meant by License to Drive. I've been calling it this by a different title for some reason. So they weren't uh, in Adventures in no, Babysitting. They, they were definitely in License to Drive. That's what I was thinking of. I have no idea what Adventures in Babysitting is about now that I think about it. That's the one where the girl's in Chicago. She's babysitting and has to climb around on the roofs. 
I, I could have sworn the Corys were in that. I don't think. I, little kids were in it, but I don't know if it was the Corys. Oh, the I little see. girl wears a Thor helmet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that sex talk that you're doing right now? No, it's an actual Thor helmet. My um wife is distraught, and I told her. Because she she's married to you? <laughs> because of uh, one of the Corys being dead. And I'm, I'm not even joking. Literally distraught. Called me on the bus, sobbing, saying he was trying so hard. I didn't know what she was talking about, but apparently one of them was trying so hard. Well, one of them, uh, I, I guess this one was trying to kick dope. And even when they had that TV show, the other Corey, I think, was saying, if you don't kick dope, I can't be uh, friends with you. He was using tough love. I won't talk to you, Corey. You got to talk to me, Corey. I'm not going to talk to you, Corey. Please, Corey. No, Corey. That's how they would fight back and forth. It's a good name for you, Max. Max. I like uh, it, Max. So your wife grew up with the Corys, loved the Corys. Very, very much so. I believe she's changed her Facebook to uh, one of the Corys. Hmm, probably um, the dead one. Yeah, probably the dead one. Um, she even owns an album by the other, I think the Living Cory. Mm -hmm. um, she owns two, not one, but two albums. We did something in Florida. I can't remember, but one of the Corys was fighting with the lead singer of Deicide, some kind of... Uh death metal band, death metal pro uh, Satan band, and I believe Tommy Chong was there. Either that or I had the strangest <laughs> fucking dream one night. But I think one of the Corys cried because he was being, because uh, Deicide was being mean to him. I've had a really strange life. I wish I could remember most of it. I had a couple of people said, you ought to write a book about some of these things. I go, I would just like to read a book about some of those things because I don't fully recall it all. Memory's overrated. I guess. Um, here is uh, Andy Cleveland. You're on Run of Fez. Hey, I got H.E. Bond for you. Yeah, what do you got? I know how much you hate unoriginality, so uh, even Broadway has tipped the tattoo it. Yesterday in London, they debuted the sequel to Phantom of the Opera. Well, most of Broadway, which I really have no time for, is now just um, them doing movies on Broadway. Although Hicks has some Broadway play that he really loves. And he's actually had me uh, up for going to see it. What's it called? Fela, the, uh, the life of uh, Fela Kuti, a Nigerian guy who cre basically created the uh, Afrobeat. And you went to this and you said you cried. I was very emotional. It was really crazy. I was very freaked out. So were, you, were you high? No, I was dead sober, scarily mm. enough. Because the way you're explaining it... Bullshit. He makes me want to see it, but then, you know, you're dropping fucking fat cash on this, and it isn't as good as he remembers. Because it, it's a long night, too, when you go to Broadway. It's a long night. Wasn't used to an intermission. Yeah, you get a smoke break... I don't like how you can't eat snacks. I went to Aida one time, and, you know, I thought I could I buy... I eat a snack, you should have told me. <laughs> I thought I could buy some pop, bring in some popcorn or whatnot, but no. Well, um, here's the thing. They don't want to look out and see people fucking chomping. They're actors. It's not what like they the can see you when they're doing a movie. The lights are off. They can't see us. The funny thing, too, is, like, uh, nobody knows how to behave at theater anymore. And now, like, when the star comes out, like, in the first scene, people will clap like a uh, like an old Happy Days sitcom. And to the people who, 
love theater, that's like one of the biggest no-nos ever. Because you're not supposed to be recognizing that person as a star, but as the character that they're portraying. I did not know that, so very guilty. Guilty as charged. What did, what did you, uh, who are you just yelling at? No, I just... <laughs> who did you just yell at while I was sitting here? No, um, uh, the uh, one of the interns was on the phone. Which intern? Uh, the little redhead girl. No, oh, she, she's back today, huh? She is. She was supposed to make it yesterday? Yes, she was. Uh, we have interns who call out. I've never worked in an environment where the interns are just like, not up to it today. Uh, Curtis, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, I want to know, uh, what do you think about uh, the new Breaking Bad season? I haven't uh, B, looked Ronnie at B, it yet. I haven't kept up with it. It's very difficult when a new season of anything starts because there's so many channels if they're not on, like, NBC or ABC or CBS, um, who fucking, uh, who knows? Who and knows we, anymore? And we have, like, you know, now we do have, like, four seasons, you know, in the t we used to have the fall TV season. Now every new season starts another, you know, physical season. Every new season starts a physical season. Which one is the physical season? The one in nature or the one in TV? The nature one. Like, there'll be a summer TV season now. Okay. Uh, Blowhard, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Sirs, I got an Ichiban. Oh, my God, Blowhard. This has got to be from the 70s. What is it, Watergate? Spear Agnew, who's retiring. No, former Ron Bennington guest, Tommy James, there's word that they're going to do the movie about his life. And the rumor is that Scorsese is interested in directing the film. I think this could be a major hit. Uh, the day we had him in here, uh, he was talking about how crooked the record companies uh, used to be. And he's a guy who had a lot, like, a lot of great pop hits that have been covered by right. uh, people. So, And the label was all mobbed up. So the movie is possibly in the works, and Marty is interested in doing it. And uh, while I'm at it, can I drop another Ichiban? Double Ichiban, highly unusual. It's sort of a moral conundrum, too, but I'll just make it an Ichiban. All right. Did you hear that Gaddafi's son is investing in Hollywood films? He's putting multi-million dollars in um, Hollywood production companies. Uh, the son of a terrorist is using terrorist money to make films, and apparently he's already got a film in the can um, with Forrest Whitaker and... Um, I think the guy's name is Brody, Aaron Brody. Well, let's get back to this. I thought Gaddafi was fully uh, embraced by the United States again and the world court. Well, if you ask the people of the Lockerbie uh, bombing... The, the no, I, I agree with you, but didn't we, uh, I think during the Bush administration... Right, he gave over again? His, um, his, uh, his nukes and he kind of like, he cowered and... But he's still, you know, it's still terrorist money that's going to be financing films in Hollywood. And I'm thinking... Do you guys think there's a moral problem going well, to see a movie that's financed by terrorists? Well, look, hold on. Why Why wouldn't you be first and foremost be fucking worried about every time you fill up the tank of your car, you're fucking promoting terrorism? Oh, that's true. If, if you're going to count one fucking Forrest Whitaker money versus every time someone in the country fucking gets gas, mows their lawn, turns on their lights, that's where the fucking terrorist money is being played Right, with. but this is a guy who's blatantly... 
you know, a spawn of a terrorist who's taking money. No, I get it, Blowhard, but why right. aren't you thinking that every time you pull into an Exxon or something? Well, I'm just thinking that there should be a little more outrage that this guy is going to be trying to build an empire of films. That's I, I think it, I, I, I'll, I'll go back to the first thing. I think that you should be thinking about that every time you're fucking taking a trip, every time you're fucking driving down the road, thinking to yourself, how does this help out the terrorists? All right, thanks, Blowhard. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Speaking of uh, Martin Scorsese... We were? The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, his so-called uh, nephew gave uh, uh, brought in a signed New York Times thing that he claims was signed by Martin Scorsese. Right, bring that on over here. I remember the day that the guy called. Yeah, his name was Chris Scorsese. Uh-huh. And he says his Uncle Marty signed that just for Ron Fez. We're still trying to verify it, though. I, I will say that. He also, though, sent uh, a couple of his band CDs. So that makes me kind of wonder what's going on here. Um, to my biggest fan, Fez, and it looks like Aru, M. Scorsese. And here he is, the departed, uh, on... Oh, thank you there, uh, Chris. It's like a New York Times printed on aluminum siding. Now, hmm. the, 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 the four CDs by his Long Island band... Kicking ass? Not really. Why you gotta be that way? <laughs> I'm not gonna go to you for music. I'm gonna go to our, uh, to our own Chris Stanley. Well, here's what you could do. Uh, have somebody who's an expert at this. Uh, check it out. You know... Earl, a lot of the stuff that he stole at NEW, he sells to a place on 57th Street. You could take this up to them and just have the uh, have the thing checked, have checked to see whether it's authentic. That's what we'll do. Because I'm curious. It's just odd that Marty couldn't write like in a, like a single line, like to my fans. It was like to my fez, Fan and Ron, like he, Marty. Let me say this again. You're saying it's confused writing? Yeah, look, 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 look at the writing, Ron. It's not <laughs> like Martin Scorsese says he's got his shit together. No, it says to my biggest fan, Fez. But look, look dash what a fan is. Rue, <laughs> M. Scorsese. Yeah, what's well, this underneath? To my biggest fan, Fez, uh, and then uh, a little dash, Rue, M. Scorsese. I don't know. We'll cherish this. <laughs> We will cherish this. All right. I mean, you know, I, I might I be time to real. search, search, hurry and search this fucker. <laughs> I hope it's real. I kept waiting to hear back from you last night, Fez, on if we're going to do search, search, hurry up and search on Friday. I didn't get any of the information at the end of the meeting yesterday. You were going to check up on it. We were going to get rolling on this. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I did not get back to you. All right, uh, here's so I won't announce until I find out if we got prizes to give out and how we're going to do it. Uh, Troy, Missouri. Hey, what's up, Mr. Beasy? Hey. Hey, Chuck Norris, 70 today and still kicking. 70 years you old know? today. Or as I you like to say, that? 70 years young. Chuck No, making it all happen. Here's another big Ichiban. 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 
The news producer uh, accused of trying to blackmail David Letterman. I forget his name. Do you have it, Fuzz? Uh, no, I don't have that. He agreed Tuesday to plead guilty to the attempted grand larceny exchange for six months in jail and four and a half years probation. And he's also got to do a thousand hours of community service. So he only got six months. Well, let's face it. You can uh, pretty much do standing on your uh, head. Uh, is this end the Letterman stuff or is it still going on? Is the Letterman sex scandals? I'm going to go over to his biggest fan, our own uh, Eastside Dave McDonald. What do you think, Dave? I don't think it is over. I think uh, just because they the guy pleaded guilty doesn't mean that we're not going to hear more shit that went on. How did he do this? Why did he do this? Well, I figured the deal is this. Uh, number one, they won't... Um, and probably part of the deal is he can't write a book about it. But that doesn't mean that other people can't write a, a book about it. Exactly. I think you're looking definitely at a book. But I don't think that's a big selling book. I don't think people want to sit around and hear about an older man uh, banging people. I don't think it's as sexy a story as whatever whatever reason that people care like about the Brad Pitt, the Jennifer Aniston's, the Angelina Jolie's. I don't think it's that sexy. I think this is just chapter one in this story. We've, we're hearing now what a sexually charged atmosphere it is backstage at David Letterman's show. If, if there was a chapter two, we would have got it by now. Look what happened with Tiger Woods. Mm -hmm. With Tiger Woods, when one broad came out and did it, they all came flying out. I think he was probably having sex with a couple of people on his staff over the course of his life, but mainly because he doesn't fucking go out. He's only going to meet people where he is. You don't realize how lazy uh, men are. Men just have a tendency of, to meet women that come into their world. If you talk to most people, uh, where'd you guys meet? Work, school, we lived in the same apartment. You don't hear a lot of, oh, we were on the other side of the world doing something. I went looking for the. You generally meet people, and that's what he did. He met people at work. Yeah, that's very that's extremely common. And I'm sure Bill Carter will have a lot to say. By the about way, this. who looks like the winner in this deal? Oh, David Letterman. David Letterman, even though the guy only got six months. Yeah, it's still David. The fact that David Letterman doesn't have to sit there, uh, you know, in a courtroom and discuss his personal life, I think Letterman wins. What do you think, Dave? I think that this guy got off too easy, and I would have loved if Letterman went into court and said that, uh, you know, this guy fucking tried to ruin my life. I would love to see Letterman on the stand. Apparently, this is a big deal to the Hollywood people, though, because there's something like anytime this comes up, 90 to 95 percent of the time, it's a payoff. And the same in the sports world. The reason, you know, uh, somebody grabs ass... They get fucking paid. Somebody calls someone a cunt when they're, you know, fucking wired on coke at work. That secretary gets paid. Apparently, these things happen all the time. It's normally a payoff. Letterman is the first person to say, fuck you. Fuck you, fuckstick. I ain't giving you any money. and letting you bang my ex check. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, good for him. But at the same time, if he what was... What was the name of the girl that uh, that was in the middle of this? I don't know her name. All right. So anyway, uh, she's done the, the cool thing and uh, and stayed quiet. Here's uh, Dan. Dan, you're on the Ron of Fez show. How are you? Oh, doing? Hey, Dan Ron, you guys. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, I was going to say, agree. You know, like that guy, of course, can't benefit from his crime. You know, you were saying, but but that one thousand hours. I know it sounds like community service. That is one pain in the ass. I mean, you got he's got four and a half years to like pick up paper. He's got to like still, you know, he's still got to put in that time. Yeah, and it messes with your job. I know it sounds like. A joke, but it is a pain in the ass. A thousand hours of community service. <laughs> thousand hours is pretty hardcore. It really is. It's hard to figure out what can I do for the community. You know what he's going to be doing? Hours. He's going to teach people how to read and use uh, fucking cameras. You know what I mean? It go- always goes back to the same thing. Those guys are like, "Well, I'm with unwed mothers, and I'm teaching them how to fucking cut video." I don't know. <laughs> I fucking really wish I didn't get caught up in this shit. It might as well feel like an eternity. I mean, if you get an hour put in, you still got 999 to go. It's it's, it's hard to imagine a thousand hours. Uh, Curtis, Minnesota, you're on Fez. Yeah, uh, Ronnie, Fezzy, yeah. how you doing? I just want to say, uh, go ahead, Doug Stanhope at Maryland's on K, Sacramento on Friday. Where is he playing? Uh, Maryland's on K. Very cool, and that's where, in, in, where at? Sacramento, California. All right, Curtis. Thanks, buddy. Peace. Thank you. Very funny man. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Uh, interesting news here that three uh, D has already come to television. Uh, it looks like there'll be Directv and Panasonic says that there'll be three three D satellite channels launched by June. Uh, it wasn't that time, long ago, Dave, that we were just getting the HD channels. Do you have the HD channel? Yeah. Oh, you should see the concerts in the HD channels. Oh, you should see the National Geographic stuff on the HD channels. I think this has only been out like a year or two, and now it's 3D. Yeah, and but I'm not sure if people want to wear the glasses in their house. Wearing glasses in the theater is totally different. You know, you feel like, okay. All right, what about this? This is an event. What about this? I get some kind of a 3D windshield that I can sit in front of my couch. <laughs> so when I'm sitting there... That would work. Uh, a lot of people have uh, written in to me, Dave. Uh, and a lot of people feel bad that you finished second so many times recently. Yes, I am chronically number two. I'm the fucking Bill Buckner of life. It's not working out for you. Uh, well, why don't you give us some of the things that you're a first runner-up for? Well, I mean, you know, the Taco Bell. You know, I, 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 I put together a brilliant little, you know, jingle for them, mm-hmm. and they, they had me close, but no cigar. The TurboTax comedy routine, which I felt like I was the most superior person. Mm-hmm. No. Um, ESPN Dream Job. This was a reality show based on, can you make it as a sports center anchor? You I made, should have. I made it, I have 10,000 applicants. I made it to the top 50. They called me back four times. And then they said, Davey Mack, you're not good enough for the show. Everybody seems to get what they want in life except for Davey Mack. And then, of course, the Twitter thing. This recent, you know, kicking the balls by Rick Sanchez. This uh, was sent to me by a number of people this morning. There's a job opening. A little place called Spike TV. They're looking for a late night talk show host. Listen to this. They want a funny person who can mirror the regular everyday guys the show will target. Davey, we Davey. want uh, a laid back guy that every every dude wants to be friends with. He drinks beer. Oh, okay. Loves sports. Yes. Video games. Check, please. And uh, and unassuming and approachable. 
Well, I am assuming, but I'm definitely approachable. Mm. This is like fucking when Cliff Clavin went on Jeopardy. It does seem like it would be perfect. Uh, apparently, what you will do is focus on ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Oh, this on. is the the grand ripoff of Stupid Human Trip. Perfect. This is perfect for you. Please. Are you ready? Yes! This is a thank you for bringing this to my attention. I didn't even see this. Uh, uh, actually, you should thank the listeners because they sent it to me in droves. Uh, because everybody has been uh, concerned about you. Why are there cigars here? Oh, those are a gift from Frogger 420. And what's the Frogger story? Just a yeah, pal. Just, just, just a good old Twitter pal and a good old Ron Fez fan. Hmm. It's a very nice box. Uh, I will say that. Well, I will be enjoying these odd selection of cigars. Very odd selection of cigars, <laughs> but I will be uh, enjoying. It's a hodgepodge. It is a hodgepodge. You are uh, correct about that, Hicks. Potpourri. And thanks for uh, potpourri. But uh, oh, that's what it smells like. <laughs> <laughs> um. And it's good to see you back in here. I know you're upset about the two Corys stuff. Uh, emails, we get emails all the time. And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future, brings you... Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. This one says, hey, Ron, have any psychiatrists ever told you they listen to your show because it's kind of a long-term case study? I would think that psychiatrists all over the world would like to study the progression of Fez over the years. Excuse me, that's regression. Uh, looking at his ups and downs, different drug reactions, and tons of suggestions from you and the callers all over the country. Seems like it would be valuable to the mental health world. And that's Jay. Well, Jay, let me put it this way. If these people cared about such things, then they would be interested. They do not care. As we can see in our own Fez Watley, that his own psychiatrist is ready for this to just drip, drip, drip on for years at a time. And Fez Watley, you're under strict orders today. No getting upset over gay issues. Exactly, yes. I am not going near any gay issues today. Um, by the way, I was in uh, the West Village last night to, uh, I was checking out Molly's and some of their competition. The new Molly's, got into the room, unbelievable uh, location. Dave, a block from Kravis. And oh. what was that bar that we went to for Mooch that time? Uh, I didn't show up to, it was like the four something I didn't show up too late, and everybody was hammered shitless. Forehead pig, maybe? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, right in that neighborhood. Fantastic neighborhood. But I'm down there walking around looking at the different uh, cupcake places. And I have to tell you, if I was gay, I would have fucking felt like I was at the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> this whole... Really? And not one of them was angry, and not one of them looked like... They were looking for society to accept them because they were in a place with 100% acceptance. Right. They weren't yelling about the newspapers. They were all fucking clawing each other and having the time of their life. It's like Harlem for black people. Well, Harlem is for black people. Yeah, exactly. So what you're trying to say, Harlem for gay people. No, I mean like... Like what Harlem is to black people. Exactly. Gotcha. 
Um, please tell Ginger, uh, this is another email. Please tell Ginger Gaysack, I think that's you. <laughs> it's Glass Joe, not Glo Joe Glass. If he's going to use it as a threat, he should say it correctly. Uh, you brought up something from the old Tyson uh, TKO. Yes. Um, <laughs> I could have sworn his name was Joe Glass, but maybe I was just doing it like how it appears on his library card. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I thought you were thinking of George Glass, Jam Brady's boyfriend. No, no, no. Mike Tyson's punch out. All right. Um, this one was about the argument we had yesterday. What is sex? Uh Dave argued it's only a penis and vagina. Uh, Fez was, for whatever reason, furious and very locked up over that. But uh, this came back. Uh, you can't find out what the definition of sex is. Because I said, I want uh, a scientific opinion. What is sex and what isn't? That's all. Doesn't yeah. seem too much to ask for. This says you can never find out what the definition is because it's never been precisely defined. This could be perfect for us, by the way. We define this precisely, we get ourselves a Nobel Prize. <laughs> um, it comes down to semantics, much like what is sport. We've also had that battle in here before. A person or group can come up with a definition based on the agreement of criteria to use in a contract, but there is no universally accepted definition. Everybody agrees that heterosex is sex, but not everyone else agrees on what is included. So that's why, of course, Clinton thought he could get away with, I never had sex with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I agree when he with pointed him. at America. Uh, and that's one of the things that people were so furious with him about. Yeah, but that's why I, I agreed with him. I thought he was totally right. That was. But I guess we uh, will get down to the point where we can never have a full agreement. We cannot say, is this sex? Is this not sex? Why can't we define start defining it right now? I mean, well, we could do that on our show. Okay. But we would. We came down yesterday that we even thought that phone sex was probably sex. Where two people, we, well, we came down to this. If you're masturbating, it's not sex. Mm -hmm. But if you're masturbating in front of another person or on the phone with another person or on the computer with another person, then it's sex. Now, that's fucking crazy when you think about it. Yeah. That is really just ju uh, a judgment call. <laughs> and yet it feels 100% correct. Yeah. You would not be upset if you're wife masturbated while you were at work you wouldn't say what the fuck are you doing you're ruining our lives but that would change 100 percent if she was on the phone of course I would, everything would go would out, out to all fucking you've destroyed me yep you know that that's where most men would be yeah so it's a very strange fucking thing there it's very strange well that second person is the key once you there's a second person you know then it starts to become a, uh, cheating. Right, but we would never even say that dirty talk was sex. Like, if somebody was, let's say, watching a tape, you know what I mean? You wouldn't think that was sex at all. Mm -hmm. And yet, if they did it over the phone, completely, <laughs> completely uh, would freak men out. Yeah.
All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. And your criteria was there's no such thing as, as gay sex. It's just not... It's not sex. It's not sex. It's not sex. Yeah. It really isn't. It's sex is penis into vagina. That's it. That's it for me, personally. And Fez, of course, is not allowed to comment on it. So that's where we are today. Good. So I'm 1-0. Oh. Well, I guess you did win that one, technically. Uh, Lindsay Lohan is suing E-Trade for a hundred, hundred million dollars is this? A hundred million dollars she's suing E-Trade for. For using the name Lindsay in an ad about a baby that's a milkaholic. What a fucking cunt, says Johnny French. Um, yeah, I don't think she stands even the slightest chance of, uh, winning this one. Um, particularly since she didn't invent the name. Lindsay, I think if you're Lady Gaga, you know what I mean? You're Elton John, <laughs> right. you're Ocho Cinco, you know what I mean? Like, if you kind of invented a name, you could claim, all right, this is mine. But it is just a first name, I doubt very much. But it keeps her in the news, and we love to have her in the news. All right, here's another one, a moral conundrum. Uh, oh, no. It's a moral conundrum. Conundrum. Uh, my friend and best man at my wedding start, started a, dating a Mormon girl about eight months ago. Up until he got involved with her, he's either been an atheist or agnostic, depending on his mood. In November, he told me he was planning on moving to Utah to get an apartment to be closer to her. He moved out right after Christmas and immediately asked her to marry him. He waited over a month to tell me. Seems like he knew it was moving too fast and was expecting me to say something to him. I have it. At this point, I'm not sure whether I should actually say anything to him or just be happy and hope everything works out. I don't think he's close enough wherever with any of his other friends to discuss this sort of thing. Um, part of the reason I'm sending this to you as I've heard stories about Scientologists uh, borderline abducting people and brainwashing them. Maybe you guys or some of you know, guys know, listeners know, if there's any sketchy activities with Mormons. The guy has done a complete 180 on the entire thought about organized religion, and it's pretty baffling to me. I'm not a raging atheist who's just trying to rally people against any and all religions. I'm just trying to understand what's going on with my friends. P.S. Pepper is phenomenal. You see that, Pepper? Even a day where you lost one of your quarries, people like you. It was nice, but I still feel like shit. Why don't you get together with uh, Dave's wife? I know you both... Um... Excuse me? We could share a cry, I guess. Well, that because be nice. they're both upset. No. Absolutely not. Hold they can't time. mourn together? And fuck no. That's the mourning is the number one bond for for fucking hookups. I had no idea. Of course. Right, stay out of there then, Pep. We can console each other though. Get the fuck away. I know, away but from you've me. crossed the line. You've crossed the line you with You crossed Dave. the line today. You crossed it. <laughs> All right. Let's, I just want to feel better. Let's go back to Chris's friend. All right, Dave, you think um I first of all I think my mom had a cousin that was a Mormon and my mom was mad at her for trying to turn all of our dead relatives into Mormons. <laughs> that she was like, oh, give us our family tree, and then we could, uh, I'll have them christened and, and to be a Mormons. 
And my mom was like, no. And she was all upset. I'm like, it's not real anyway. What do you care? It's dead people's names being read out in some church we're never going to go to. I don't care. They definitely, definitely brainwash. My mom thought that these dead relatives were going to be sucked out of Catholic heaven <laughs> and put into Mormon hell. Uh, they do brainwash. 100%. I yeah. went to the uh, dessert chef in this restaurant I worked to, uh, worked at, was really hot, and so I took her to a Bruce Springsteen concert, and she was like telling me she loves Bruce and this and that. Mm -hmm. Once we got to the show, she just talked to me about Mormon and why I should become a Mormon and stop being a Catholic. And she I'm tried like, to link you in, yeah. use the pussy as a lure, link yep. you in and save your soul. And I'm like, I'm really, really trying to watch like, um, you know, Jungle Land right now. Like, please shut up. Beneath the city to Mormons. Uh, Fez Watley, where are you on this? Um, I think they do brainwash. I think that you have to follow some strict rules to get the afterlife, and I think, and you have to do good works on this planet where. Uh, uh, but how, how is that brainwashing and not just a belief system that you don't believe in? Why can't this guy who's a functioning adult? decide what mythology that he wants to believe in. And if it doesn't happen to be yours, why is suddenly he's brainwashed? Well, because they choose, they don't just speak to you in like a, an ordinary time. They, right. They choose when you're elated as, at a rock show and then Beneath they can... the city. Well, that's, that's a common thing. You know, you, 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 you don't just see a guy on the sidewalk. No. You see a guy when, when their emotions are feeling good and then you kind of subversively well, no, slip in. Yeah, but no religion is going to sell bad feelings. They're always going to sell good feelings. Now, but here's the deal. This guy, he likes the girl... He's going to go along with her religion, maybe. Maybe he's not. But he hasn't been drugged. No one's thrown a bag over his head. Whether you agree with him or not, he seems to be doing this of his free will. And, uh, and the Osmonds are Mormons. And they seem to come and go as they please. He'll regret it. The, the Osmonds are totally fucked. Though that family's way too like close and weird and clingy. I don't see the problem. Jake in Vegas, you're on Rana Fez. Hey guys, yeah, I, I was I was raised Mormon. I'm not uh, as they call active Mormon anymore, but it's not like a cult or nothing. I mean, it's basically just a bunch of Christians with, I guess, stricter laws. But I mean, they don't like you know try to control your life and stuff. I mean, I was it was pretty easy for me to get out. Yeah, I think that any church wants to kind of have a certain amount of your time and a certain amount of your obedience. But I don't make the same leap there as I do with brainwashing. Could this guy get in his car and leave this chick and leave Utah? Yeah, he can. He absolutely can. Unless he's brainwashed. How, how are you getting brainwashed, by the way? What, what fucking weak fucking head do you have people that have you can get time. brainwashed? Well, look at Br Br the Jonestown Massacre. I mean, people ha have the ability to be brainwashed. But there's, this is not a Jonestown Massacre. It this is fucking like Utah. It. These people own a basketball team, but I think Matt, they, were they a band? I think they guilt your 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 uh, person into it, which That's, is a form of brainwashing. It is not a form of brainwashing. It's like, have you ever sat down, watched a commercial, and wanted to go get that fucking product, whatever it happened to be? Yeah. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. Were you brainwashed? Yes. 
or did they j- just sell you something? Well, it depends. If they if they play in your if they manipulate your emotions, to me that's brainwashing. And, and these these Mormons have a tendency to do that. They don't come up to you, you know, just like like I said, if you're at on, on, at the bus stop, they don't come up to you and start preaching. There is none of the every one of the fucking Christian religions try to pull people in. Um, Matt, you're on Fez. Hey guys, what's happening? I, I dated a uh, Mormon chick for a little while. I grew up Southern Baptist, and uh, she ended up moving back to Utah. I went out there to visit her, and th- the weird thing to me was that anytime I was around, just like her guy, they were selling the pussy angle, just like what Dave was talking about. Well, because uh, I, I went through this, I had back. some, I had some friends fucking chasing Christian pussy, some kind of Christian Protestant pussy, and they would fucking go, "Hey, we're gonna work these fucking broads." We're going to go to the church with them. And I'm like, let me fucking tell you something, man. The day I fucking have to chase fucking, you know, pussy into a church is a desperate fucking move I don't want to make. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then they were like, no, some of this stuff is good. And now we decide to quit smoking pot. I'm like, what the fuck? You fuckers are idiots. They never got laid. They fucking wasted like six months of their fucking high school years fucking, you know, wandering around with this bullshit. But let me defend the girls here. They can't date somebody outside the fucking church, right? Right. So they definitely want to get you into it. Yeah, but it's a sleazy way to do it. It's like hostile. It's like the two broads at the beginning of Hostel. You just saw that movie last night. I got it at Dwayne Reed yesterday. (laughs) So I can't be Uh, impressed with this metaphor because I know how fucking you are. Um, Here is uh, Maddie in Arizona. You're on Fez. Hey, what's up, boys? Dave, yeah. I fucking love you, man. It's real simple, Ronnie. The Mormons are whiskey, the Catholics are Guinness, and Lutherans are diet soda. That's it. It comes, that's it, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's true. You're in a, you know, you're basically using the same drug no matter which way you get around it. Uh, and the balls of you two guys to talk about brainwashing with people. With Fez Watley, who as an adult stood in front of children... Uh, telling them what belief system and that there was a kingdom when they died and if they were good, they would go to this kingdom in the sky. And you got the balls mm-hmm. to sit there and talk about brainwashing. Because no, the one thing that you can fuck up is little stupid kids. <laughs> yeah, And we all have that. We all, no matter what you've done with your early religion, you're either rebelling about against it or you've given into it. But either way, it's taking up a part of your brain. Even if you're yeah. saying, I have nothing to do with that, it's still clouding your brain. Um, here's uh, Carlos, Jean Ron Fez. Yeah, how you doing, Ron Fez? I love the show. Yeah. yeah, I just want to chime in. You know, one of the great things that came out like a couple years ago was that Bill Maher's religious uh, documentary. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did see it. It totally breaks down the whole ridiculous thing about every religion there is pretty much you know and the the part with the mormon part when he's breaking it down and he's talking about you know that jesus lives on some planet and they're you know eight feet tall and all this thing is just i you know eye-opening just i it, think it's, it's, it's all right and i'll agree that that sounds nutty to me and i wasn't uh, raised with it but i was raised with zombie jesus who, you know what I mean? Who walked around, came back from the dead, touched people, healed them. And because they got to me at a little age, it all made perfect sense to me. Right. I mean, it was almost as if somebody took a Superman fucking thing 
and told me it was real. I would have believed it when I was little because I was a fucking moron. I can't begin to tell you how stupid I was when I was like two, three years old. I must have been the dumbest fuck ever. Oh, okay. And that's why we get presents. <laughs> but there's a difference between kids and, and adults. I mean, this guy, he's not talking to his friend. He, there's First just of so all, much shadiness involved. And they're using yeah, you know, this girl. It's not using this girl. He went out to fucking Utah to be with a girl. Now, if you don't have a fucking friend, first of all, if a guy who hasn't left his early buddies for a chick is an overgrown fucking baby. Yeah. I mean, what makes you... Is it not brainwashing? Hey, we should go out and party every Friday night. Hey, why are you with your <laughs> wife and kids when we could out, be out getting fucked up? Every time that you try to get somebody's idea to follow along with yours, I guess there's a, a certain amount of brainwashing. I don't necessarily fucking hold the brainwasher guilty. Unless you got a gun on that guy, mm -hmm. fuck you. It's his fault. If someone can talk you into investing in their fucking product, it's up to you. Let the buyer beware. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go over here to... Um, Luke in Texas, you're on my fest. Hey, how y'all doing? What do you got? Uh, yeah, I was uh, born in uh, Arizona, and uh, back, uh, I mean, I think they had more, they're pretty much a cult, and uh, I was held out of, like, an elementary school, held out of uh, birthday parties and such as Mormon kids in my class. They would only invite the Mormons. Um... Yeah, I always understand they're not allowed to have a birthday party. For some reason, we act like that's the, the worst thing that could ever happen to a kid. <laughs> that you don't get to sit there and eat fucking sugar and blow out candles and make wishes. Um, let's go over here to... Uh, let's go to Brian. Brian, you're on my face. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> coach of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Andy Reid, is Mormon. A few years ago, he was... Uh, asked by the head of Brigham Young to come back, to quit the Philadelphia Eagles and come back to coach the Brigham Young football team, which is um, which is huge. It's like the Pope asking a Catholic to come to Rome. And uh, Andy Reid uh, said, no, nah, my obligation is to the Eagles. I have you know, politely declined. If he was brainwashed, he would have, you know, he would have gone. First of all, it would have been better for all of us if he would have fucking taken that job. And those crazy fucking boys of his with him. Yeah, they would have stayed out of trouble. Yeah, th I guess they're real hardcore Mormons, aren't they? <laughs> um, Jeff in uh, Colorado, you're in one of us. Hey, Dave, the reason that girl started talking to you about Mormonism is because you're such a douche and she wanted you to get away from her. You're a douche it's and like she wanted to get away from you. This is why I think you would be perfect to do this Spike TV. You're a man's man. You're, yeah. can I just tell you the truth? You're a younger Tommy Z. <laughs> You're a guy. That's the most impressive thing I've ever heard. Really? <laughs> Younger Tommy Z. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, Spike is all that guy, guy uh, Tommy Z stuff. He I, loves it. I've never referred to breasts as skin pancakes or one of his many other <laughs> humorous barbs. Uh, JP in Nebraska. You're on Fez. Hey, how you doing, guys? Yeah. Hey, uh, I got a, uh, I got something for you. How come uh, everybody's trying to fight, you know, whether or not it's Mormon or Christian or Jewish or fucking whatever? When you stop and think about it, you're all fucking crazy because you believe in a God, right? Well, again, it is only crazy when it's the other person's belief system. And Fez Watley, I've, I tried to pull him in on this three times. He has no problem. 
knowing that he did this to little kids, <laughs> that he told little kids stuff now that he no longer believes in. But I don't think I was brainwashing them. I think I was telling them the stories. How is that any different than the fucking belief system? Do you believe any of the stories are true? No. Did you present them to them as truth? Yes. Do you think some of them are still holding on to that? Oh, definitely. Because of what you did? Yeah, yeah, and definitely. You, do you feel any responsibility for that? No, because, I mean, that's their, I mean, now that they're adults, they can make the choice. That's exactly what I said about this guy. But to go out and deliver this stuff to kids, I think it's the only time that you could think it's fucking, you know, brainwashing. Or but not. don't you think it's kind of brainwashing when it's like the people are, you know, bargaining with you? And this girl was saying, you know, if you join this, you know, she you're never said this, a, not in this fucking email. She lived out there. The guy knew her long distance, wanted to fucking be near her. Went out and got an apartment and asked her to marry him. Yeah, I mean, that's that's in, entirely too fast. And how do you look how fucking she, fast you got married? Yeah, but my chick wasn't trying to brainwash me. Again, what gives you the fucking right to say what other adults can do? Um, Jason, Jason in Utah, you're on Run Fez. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, the, the whole brainwashing thing, uh, you kind of free choice on that deal, religion or not, but. Out here in Utah, the uh, the big thing with the Mormons nowadays is our liquor laws are fucked up. I mean, they they the the state, the lawmakers, they refer to the church on every little thing that has to do with uh, liquor laws. Like they they've outlawed wine coolers to sell wine coolers in gas stations because of church influence and well, the, private the, club system. What happens stuff. is the church has a gigantic voting block out there. Since they all live oh, exactly. in the same state, they can start and control state laws. That is their community. Mm -hmm. I grew up with the fucking blue laws in Pennsylvania. Liquor stores used to be closed on fucking Fridays. You couldn't have a drink until like noon or something in a bar. It was fucking outrageously crazy. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew it was fucking crazy. But they're like, well, Quakers found at this place. <laughs> Fuck those Quakers. I'm thirsty <laughs> as shit. I like to have a fucking drink. I'm still fucking a little hungover here. <laughs> All those fucking old... There was an MTV True Life thing of Amish. Um, and it just looks ridiculous. A woman with the little hat on her head walking around. But and, this and is what happened when you, when you uh, control a voting block. It happens in this country now. The anti-abortion things is all driven by the churches. The prayer and school stuff is all driven by the churches. The anti-gay marriage thing is driven by the churches. The separation of uh, church and state has always been a fucking gray area because, in my opinion, the government stays out of the fucking churches, but the churches don't stay out of the government. I don't know why we let any of these fucking churches get away mm. with being tax-free. The Catholics have fucking bust people around for years on different voting things. Right. Um, let's go over here to uh, Russ. Russ in Kansas City. You're on my face. Uh, afternoon, gentlemen. What can I do for you, buddy? You have, you have been brainwashed. And let me give you an example. Yeah. Your daughter is Catholic because she's healthy. Your son is Jewish because he's sick. Are you talking to me? Well, yeah, yeah, you're the only one with uh, mixed. I, 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 she has red hair. That's why I call her my my little Catholic. All right, let, uh, well, I'll let him go back to this. We're all somewhat brainwashed by the beliefs that were given to us when we were little kids. 
Yeah. You're comfortable with yours. You're comfortable with your family. Sure, but I because mean, because you grew I, I, up, I'm with not it. over the line. I don't try and get other people, you know. And I don't even fucking preach to my kids. I just call them Catholics because that's the way I look at them. Yeah, they're not not anything. They're limbo babies. Oh, they are God. limbo babies. Uh, Mark Cleveland, you're in my face. Hey boys, how you doing? Yeah. Look, I lived in uh, Utah for about ten years. You know, the girls get very, they get married very very young out there. So the hook is always to, if they're dating a non Mormon guy, to try and Beat him along and then get him into the church with the promise of, oh, yeah, well, you know, things will be great between us as long as you convert in the end. Mm. And it's, it's not really brainwashing. They're just like a huge sales force. And they really, they really, pump, they really pimp it. Mm. And that's what you run into. Sorry, I'm, I'm sort of on the go here. But that's, that's what you run into on, a, masturbating. Uh, on a national <laughs> scale. Um, well, you know, my father's a fucking convert. He didn't grow up Catholic. You know, he met my mom, fucking ended up becoming Catholic. Even when I was a kid, he wouldn't go to church with us. Really? I was, yeah. I was like, you can't wait till I'm fucking old enough to be the guy who stays at home and makes pancakes. <laughs> uh, smells good. Giant pancakes. Who doesn't like them? <laughs> uh, here's Chris. Chris, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddies. I'm the guy who sent the email. Um, I'm just, I guess my main concern is that since he's not really getting any from this girl if he's just, like, pussy crazy. And this is his quickest avenue to pussy. Um, maybe it is, but that would be his choice. Oh, no, and th that's why I said that in the email, is, like, I don't... I'm leaning towards not being, like, an ass. And Look, dude, here's the fucking truth. Th this guy's dead to you now. He's moved well, to the other side of the country. His life is going to move on. You're not going to see him that much anyway. That point they're in your actually, lives is over. Apparently, they're actually moving back. Mm, whatever. See? I mean, you're an adult. He's an adult. Uh, obviously, you know, just the fact that these people can move around and do what they want proves that he's not brainwashed. He's made some kind of choice, one that you think is stupid. Oh, yeah, for sure. But like, like you said, I guess it's over either way, so it doesn't really matter what I do. Yeah. So. All right. Just uh, make up a thing in your in your mind that you saw him get hit by a fucking truck and killed, and then mourn right. for him the way that our own Hicks is doing for the Corys today. I think I might break my Lent. This is fucking depressing. I oh, think you can break it, baby. Break on it on a day like today. Break it on a day like it. today. I think it's okay to. Siren series has started. Oh my god! As of right now, now as you, what are you doing over here, Fez? You're supposed to be on that side. <laughs> I'm getting my cowbell. What makes you think that this is done with a cowbell? Oh. What makes either one of you think that this is done with a cowbell? I don't. That was just this assumption. What happens when you assume? You make I just, an ass I'm out of stupid. both yourselves, right? The new Siren series is this. It's the hardcore challenge. I want you to look at each other right now. The first one of you to shower, bathe, change your clothes, loses the event. <laughs> okay. That's all. I'm down. It's the hardcore uh, series. I'm very much down. Oh, Are you okay? I am in. By the way, I believe in the honor system. I believe that you both care enough about the Ron and Fez show to tell the truth. Yes, I'll tell the truth. Am I allowed to purel my hands, being I have a sick child? P purel, yes. 
Soap and water? No. Okay. Because one, one is disinfectant, the other is bathing. All right. I will say once again, he has yeah. a slight advantage because he is lacking a family. But I will show you that I am the hardcore champ. How is that an, a disadvantage? How is that a disadvantage? Well, I have a family, so I have to be around people. Mm -hmm. Showering is 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 important, but. I will be the hardcore champion. I think I'm at a disadvantage because I do it every day anyway. Well, where I mean, you probably skip a few days. Uh, what are you talking about? He's saying that he's at a disadvantage in this. Sure. That, that right. this favors me. I say it favors him. He's used to being sloppy. Oh, so you're saying you bathe every day and change your clothes. Right, yes. All right. Now I get it. I didn't know what you were talking about. There's the Hardcore Championship right now. Let's take a look to see what you guys are wearing. And very quickly, we also need to see the underwear just so we can get a good look at it. Uh, boxers. And Fez, you're into the boxer brief look? Yeah, well, I think it's more boxers. Well, let's take a look because I can't tell. Yeah. Yeah, it's boxers. I can't see. All right. So uh, you're you're wearing uh, well you're wearing almost a dress, uh, Dave. You're wearing boxers, and that curtain is opened up a little bit, and I can see women there. So try not to uh, right. get yourself in any kind of uh, <laughs> mine a are gym. just so everyone remembers. If we do a you know underwear check, mine yeah. are black boxers, fruit of the loom. Mm. Dave's are some sort of crazy pinstripes. They're blue with navy blue and red stripes on them. All right, so it is on Hicks. Who do you think is going to win this thing? I think Fez has it because Dave has a wife, and Casey might lose her shit over That's exactly why not I said that Jones. Fez has the advantage. There's no question that Fez has the advantage. The lack of family. Wait, whose side is she on? Uh, yours or Fez's? She wants Fez to win this Apparently thing? Apparently mine. She's on my She's going to make Dave shower. That's true, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to be the hardcore champion. How long do you think they can go? I'm going to uh, say two weeks. Minimum can I wash my feet? Two weeks? No. <laughs> See, he's wanting to bathe. No, I don't. This Why don't you go get a shower? So much time. <laughs> Why don't you go get a shower right now? Can I shower upstairs in Mel Carmen's <laughs> private bathroom? I didn't even realize that that was private for him. Oh, is that the bathroom you guys have been using? <laughs> I wish you'd stop talking about the things okay, that goes I, on there. I'm going to now. <laughs> no one told me. I was like, this is a nice private bathroom in here. There's not a lot of hot water in that shower anyway. You've been in it? Yes. I've used that shower. <laughs> I showered at work. Nah, he loses. <laughs> he loses for that. Well, I'm ready. Plus, you don't know. Maybe we'll have contest days that will give you the... Free shower. You oh. don't know. Oh. You don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> I like that. This is like Survivor. Perel is accepted. I have to at least have Perel because I do like stand sick. I need to have, be clean. I understand. The rest is not. Okay. You got steroids, by the way, and I, I took a hit of it last night. How was it? It's this vaporizer thing that shoots steroid spray into his, uh, his mouth. Oh, Hulk, baby. So I took a spray of it because I want to get my wiffle ball home run total up this summer. Um, jacked. Fuck yeah, I am going to get jacked. <laughs> I'll fucking spin my blood, too, like Tiger if I it helps me. I don't know if extra muscles helps you hit a wiffle ball. I think we're just simply looking at bad speed it's gonna help me this I don't know I if you can power. I feel great Let today. me see. Like, I just feel so much better after I'm taking all the stand steroids. How are your balls doing? They tighten it up? They are definitely shrinking. Good. 
Yeah. You need it. I do. I have the Jew balls. Give some to Iris Alki, too. <laughs> He's having the same problem. No, I'm so ri- I'm so pumped. I'm going to be doing the spray fucking every night. All right, they are for the baby. He can share. I share Hi. shit with him. You're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, I think we should add uh, no brush to your teeth and no uh, mouthwash to this also. Um, so I, well, I just never that goes allowed, without saying. Never allowed to have sex with my wife again. See, again, this is, I mean, Fed has a clear advantage with this, even though I will become the hardcore champ. You know Fez uh, sees himself as a future dater. <laughs> uh, Tom in Illinois, you're on running Fez. Hey, buddy. I think this is a dangerous challenge. The problem is going to be getting them to come back to showering and cleaning themselves. That'll be their choice, just like the Mormons. We like Nell, Jody Foster movie. I just got a text from Liam saying that Fez is not allowed in Liam's office. Until this contest is over, gross. I'm clean today. I could, it's not like I instantly got filthy. You are disgusting, though. You just, you like, you got a film over you. Yeah, I'm, I'm an I'm itchy getting, person. I'm getting filthy right now it's as we begun. speak. Like my feet are sweating. There's no shampoo, no conditioners, and a little gas no mouth. Oh, jeez. Now what? <laughs> that's going to be, that's safe. That's the steroids. That's safe. <laughs> There's a lot of side effects. Why do they got the boy on the roids? Spray it's going to keep him out of goddamn, um. He's got three separate. Yeah, the whole it's going to keep him out of Little League. <laughs> <laughs> He's got three different illnesses at, at right right now. What we, are, what's discovered. wrong with him? Well, he might have asthma, which mm-hmm. we're not excited about. He has a lung infection, and he's pyloric, uh, still, his pyloric stenosis, which is a blockage of his stomach, is still acting up. Are you sure you brought home the right kid? <laughs> so the steroids are to open up his lungs, but Davey Mack's been opening up his lungs with him. <laughs> to show him how? I feel so good today. <laughs> I, I should have done this win. Instead of a cold, you don't need anti... Why would they, why would they find the baseball players... How could steroids be detrimental to baseball if they help people's health? You know what's really funny... I've never uh, I saw a thing on this. I don't think there is like a case of overdosing on steroids. There isn't, Ron. There is. They've not never a case. really tied it in. They have that. It's bad for you. I saw it in sixty minutes. They have never had a case of someone. They use them to help people. They use steroids to help people who are injured. Andy Pettit took whatever HGH or and another form of steroids just to get back from an injury. How the fuck is that wrong? But don't they, like, eventually start, you know, uh, where they help you heal at first, don't they eventually start breaking things down, like joints? I don't know. Have you ever ever saw anybody like that? If anything, you know, what breaks down your joints is fucking being in sports. I just said, my son is on steroids. I'm not making it up. It's helping him. It's helping him recoup. Matt, you're on Fez. Hey, Ron. Hey, what about deodorant? Is that allowable? Um, no. Oh, my God. No, the, I mean, the whole point deodorant. is none of the cleanliness thing. I don't let the Perel go through. I would definitely be against that. And I should only let it go through for Dave. There's no reason that Fez needs it. Fez, would you be willing to give up the Perel? I'll give up the Perel, too. Yes. If Dave thinks that that evens the playing field here. Ooh. I'll give up the Perel. I have a, wife, I have a, I have a sick child and uh, and another child at home. So just being in this contest shows you I'm hardcore. I just thought for sure in. you were going to say another one on the way. No. 
Not yet. So I'll give up the Perel. You love this contest, Fez. I think I can. I think I can totally win this. Uh, Chris, you're running Fez. Christopher. Yeah. You're up. Hello. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, this is uh, Dave. Got to be careful with that steroid spray; can cause a yeast infection in the throat. In the th- what? A yeast infection in the throat? That's just for chicks' veggies, right? No, dude. It actually, because what it does is it cuts for the asthma, cuts down inflammation, and it kind of backs as in uh, cutting down your immune system. You can get uh, a yeast infection because your immune system's cut down. Well, I'm staying on the roids for a while. First of all, you shut me on the roids at all. That's your kids' medicine. You're fine. Russ in Florida, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, hey, Ronnie, I just wanted to tell Dave, there's two different kinds of steroids, and he's taken the wrong time. What he's taken is a corticosteroid that decreases inflammation, and the other caller was right. You can get what's called thrush, yeah. which is a yeast infection of your mouth, and if he wants to get jacked, he needs to be taking an androsteroid, which is a sex-type steroid. I don't like needles. That's I, what builds muscles. Not a needle fan. This this spray what are you, is... you, pussy? This, like, robotic spray is so much more conducive to I'll me. inject you. I'm not going to... You're not coming near me, for starters. And by the way, if it, if it doesn't work, how, how come I was able to hit the ball off the tee 20 feet further this morning? Answer me that. Why? Are you, what are you doing hitting a wiffle ball off the tee? I felt great. I woke up at 6 in the morning. I was just fucking hitting in the garage. I have a tea sap in my garage. Uh, William, Maryland, you're on my Fez. William in Maryland. You should be on Cribs. Yeah, Lyra Alvedo, dead from steroids. From no, cancer, he's not. He's jerk. dead from cancer. <laughs> he had brain tumors. Fucking fine from steroids. <laughs> Here's our old buddy Tom in Madison. Hey, Tom. Hey, buddy. It's a long time. Um, hey, uh, what about bathing? If they're at, like, or swimming or, you know, hot tub, something like that. If no. they're at a health club or a party. No. <laughs> no. Like swimming anyway. Look, well, I, the the whole canceled. point of doing these contests <laughs> is not to see how you can sneak around the rules. Okay? You see what you guys are wearing. That's you have right. these clothes. You also yeah. have the coat you have today. That's good. That's it. Okay. I don't even know where it is. Hope That's, we don't get another cold I, spell. I, I hope we do. coat. Hold it's on. a much lighter cut. I understand, but when, when a rule is a rule. I do have a, a shirt that I wore today. I right, just let's say it. it oh, I don't think you were wearing it at well, the time as the siren went off. <laughs> well, you weren't wearing the coat. You want to do it without the coat? No, I'll have to keep the coat, I came please. in with the shirt and with my pea coat. <laughs> but the coat was right here. I, were you my today's G-back? No, I tried to get a G-Back photo oh, yesterday. I had a G-Back, and then I, I didn't have my camera. And Pepper will verify this, but my camera wouldn't go <laughs> off. And I was also wondering, does it have to be a tweed coat? Or could it... Can it... it just has to look like G-Back from, uh, okay. from behind a G-Back. Because this guy didn't have a coat on, so I wasn't sure if that was illegal. Mm-hmm. No. I don't think that's the G-Back look. It just depends. If if it looks like G-Back from behind, okay. you get the G-Back pick. Then I'll get it. And I like to see everybody playing this, by the way. All right, so that's the, the shirt yeah. that you had. Wearing this shirt. And let's see your coats. Go put on... Everyone put on their coats now, too. Whatever your coat Mine's happens upstairs. to be. Yours is upstairs? Yeah, she'll get it. A uh, little redhead girl will get it. Why do you treat the little redhead girl like she's your fucking coat runner? I don't... She's never had to run for my coat ever. Phil, Florida, you're running Fez. What's up, Ronnie B? Yeah. 
I know uh, Fezzy bought that 12-pack at Bed Bath & Beyond the other day, but are they allowed to wipe their ass for this contest? They can wipe their ass with dry toilet paper, no fucking wet naps, though. That's fine. You I can't wet nap it. I don't like wet naps anyway. No baby wipe. I hate those. It makes my ass all swampy and wet. Yeah, because you need a dry one right afterwards. It's not worth it. Yeah, I don't do it's that. It's not I don't worth like it. it. No, I agree with Fez on that. We've lost our worth. Wet and wet and wet. It's like, come on, when's it end? How much wetness do you want in your ass? Uh, people are writing None. me uh, saying I said a pea coat was a requirement for a G-Vac. Here's the point. It's got to look like G-Vac from behind. That's the game I invented for myself. I know. Now, I normally see it with a pea coat. But if somebody can come, come in and convince me and say, hey, look at this guy. Doesn't it look like G-Vac? Okay, Okay, good. yeah, it is. I just wasn't sure if that was a, a stipulation. No. Because this guy didn't have even have a coat on, just had a, a regular dress shirt. But he looked like G-Vac to you. 100%. And, my and Pepper will verify that my phone wouldn't go off, and I was fuming. You verify this, Pep, to you? <laughs> you backing this up? He's uh, conveniently absent. I was I was screening phone calls. Hey, B in Indiana, you're on Run of Fez. Yeah, hey, Mr. B, how you doing today? Good, buddy. Hey... <laughs> I'm sick of hearing fucking Dave talk about <laughs> wiffle ball. Sick of right. Hearing you talk about wiffle ball. We've got the World Wiffle Ball Championships in Evansville, Indiana, last week of September. Tell that non swinging motherfucker to bring it. Now, what, 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 what are the teams shot. like? Give us the what rules. The How, like? Give us the field. What are we talking about? Yeah, 2 on 2. Uh, 32 teams. Uh, last year we had a monster 25 foot wall, uh, two fields. We play under the lights. Ex uh, major leaguers, ex minor leaguers, college players, uh, you know. Just How many to a team? Studs. How many to a team? Is it a two on two tournament, a three on three? Four man to a team. You get whoever you want. Two man teams? Two man teams? Four man teams. Four man All right. team. All right. so over the line. I can do over that. Over the line. It's fast pitch? A fast pitch. Um, send me some. Uh, I'm sure you guys have YouTube some of this up, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure they've got it. I'm so, sure they've got it. Try to stuff. make sure that you send some uh, video to Ron and Fez at AOL.com. No I'd like problem. to just take a look at this. I'd like to see some major leaguers playing wiffle ball anyway. Oh, I mean, yeah. No, Evansville is no, where Donnie no, Baseball is from. I'm very familiar with Evansville. I happen to uh, had a couple situations out there. If you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Is, uh, does Don show up or uh, Preston? <laughs> Excuse me? Does Don or Preston show up? Uh, Preston has played. His other stupid brother that jumped the fence with the gun played. He's a fucking moron. He can't play. Right. Um, you know, I mean, we Jeff Schultz, B.J. Huff, uh, Ryan Miller, guys who've made it to the show. B.J. Huff is they pretty good. Play. Okay. You know, and, and you got no, you got no shot, Red. I have a lot of shot. You have no shot. <laughs> good comeback. I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> you should go All right. practice. They've get send, nice and sweaty. Send me stuff on this, A.B. I'm very interested. No problem. I already know who one of my players would be. Who is that? Mark with the C. Mark with the C can play, huh? He coaches baseball. I didn't even know this. And we, we, he's he been coaches hanging basketball. Around. Baseball. He's a baseball coach. I didn't even know. He's a hitting coach. I was told that he was a basketball coach. I, I, I thought he was a basketball coach, too. But no, I verified it and second verified it. He's a hitting coach for a well, college tell, baseball team. Then tell him to tell his goddamn girlfriend who's just around <laughs> talking crazy. Well, so Mark will be a, a guy. Might bring Earl Douglas in. Oh, come on. Don't fucking lower that. <laughs> it's over if that happens. He's a lefty, and it's Indiana. though. You know, I like a righty-lefty-righty thing. 
He's going to break down out there. He gets depressed. He suffers from depression. Wait until I get some stuff. Okay. Where do I see what this looks like? All right. Maybe Earl could be an alternate. Earl has a nice swing, but you're right. He can't play defense. I'll just stick him out in right field he somewhere. He gets upset, Dave. That's the problem. With Earl. All Earl's problems in life are in the head. <laughs> Nowhere else. And look how you were able to, during the softball tournament, yeah. drive him crazy. I'm always able to psych him out, sports-wise. But if we're on the same team, I can use my powers to build him up, rather than psych him out. I despise getting bad information. And I, he's a basketball baseball, coach. Yeah, he's definitely a baseball, a, a, a hitting coach. So he's on my fucking team. Whether Earl is, is or isn't, will be decided later. Now, have you seen him hit yet? No. But it's very weird that this was got brought up today uh-huh. because we were going to have a one-on-one challenge, wiffle ball challenge. All right, we'll put together the, uh, you know, start talking team with him. Maybe he yeah. should skipper this thing, and you're no, out. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe he can <laughs> no, get a couple I'm, other players. I'm captain in this boat. I'm sorry. You know. Well, you guys got until September. Yeah, that's that's good. That's convenient. I would love to go to the home place of Don Mattingly too. Well, also when you're out there, I need you to make two different stops. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, and you, uh, and I'm going to tell you something right now. I want you, and Mark with a C, to write over, say to each other, let's not get curious about this. Let's do what we're supposed to do and not go poking our nose around in something that doesn't belong there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I don't even know what you're talking I mean, I have an idea of what you're talking about. You guys want uniforms, don't you? <laughs> well, who would be the sponsor? Don't I mean, worry about it. This is going to be a uniform. <laughs> yeah, There's going to be no name. There's going to be no name on these t shirts. This sounds like it's like Buttermaker's fucking pool service will be the sponsor. All right, you're both taking off your coats now? Remember, once the coat goes off, it stays off for the duration. <laughs> Mine's still on, Ron. Oh, you're kidding. You're allowed, the clothes you have, you can wear in any ensemble of that you want. I'm very happy that I Fez has it. You basically have the same. Fez has yeah. a t-shirt underneath. He's got a loose shirt above that, a button shirt. You both have the I'm same. I'm totally prepared because this Ramon shirt is my favorite t-shirt. It fits yeah. very well. So when it the does summertime, fit well. Yeah, so when the summertime rolls around, right over the gut. you honestly think you'll go months with this? Yeah, that's what I'm playing for. I'm gonna plan. I'm gonna plan to wear this to Don Mattingly's hometown <laughs> in September. That's how quick before you think you drop out. Oh no, I so you're I, a quitter. I, that's the thing that you got going for you. No, no, um, I can definitely go months. I with see this. Fez doing well in this competition. I do. I, I, yes, I believe the Fez. summer will be tough when it arrives. Yes, there's no doubt about that. But I won't stop. I see Fez doing well. Hope everyone likes this outfit. Because you're going to see it for a long time. Again, I have a family of, of three people waiting for me. So that makes it harder for me not to bathe. I'll be surprised if either of you make it to Friday. Oh, God. I'm going to make it to Friday. That's two days. I'm gonna make it just to do this. If you fucking break the rules, just come in and say, look, I fucked up. You dress as Lady Gaga. You do this song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to live in a world of lies. Okay. I want no, you guys to be gonna, like fucking knights and come in and go, hey, I didn't make it. It happened. I always tell you when I did. When I stood, when I. Everybody was good about the drinking contest. Yeah, well, exactly. When I didn't, yep. when, I, when I drank, I told you I And drank. who was the first person out? I Pitsy remember. took uh, 40 I was very hours. disappointed in Pitsy. Yeah, just 48 a couple hours. days. Yep. Well, I told him, don't go to his friend's birthday party. Yeah. But he didn't listen. Well, the other thing about Pitsy is, and I always thought he was a nice kid, but he never felt like a lifer. You know what I mean? He never felt like a radio guy. He was always somewhat of an outsider. Yeah. No matter how well, long he hung around with us. 
is <laughs> is a weird, genuinely weird person. Now, Mr. B, um, I was refreshed in my ear. Um, Fez was dishonorable in the movie bet. So how can we prevent that from occurring again? You have my word. I will let you know. I think you got your left hand up as it is anyway. <laughs> I, I hate when people do that. Right I think you'll be able to tell with this one too. I think if someone comes but in let's with nice fucking, hair one day, you know what? There might be a fucking thing of let's let's not do it because it lies. No, we're gonna do it. I mean, I mean, I will not lie. I'm not gonna lie. It's very difficult for me to hide it um, when I don't shower. It's nearly impossible. All right. We'll take a break. All right, back. Uh, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna give two Corey something to talk about today. Something's been bothering you, dude. Uh yeah. What um Something's been driving him crazy all day and Yeah. I've seen him walking off by himself a couple times. Well, there actually, I did read that there is a new um, unreleased uh, Jimi Hendrix album coming out, and we have, I have some of the music that we can take a listen to. I like to take a little take a little listen. All right, we're back with brand new dead music. <laughs> Forty years now, Ron Fez show.
That's the uh, new Hendrix. Uh, give me some uh, background here, Hicks. What exactly happened? This is uh, called the Valley of Neptune. It's the last Razoon. It's the uh, last studio recordings of the Jimi Hendrix experience from like 1969. Why has it been 41 years since this is, you know, how many of these fucking Hendrix albums have come out? And now 41 years later, we're hearing new stuff? Yeah, they just they just apparently found this and uh, remastered it. How does it. somebody fucking forget? This is what I don't understand. Well, I think it's the state also has stuff that they're just being dicks about and not releasing. It's a mistake. Yeah. We should get all this shit out there. He's kind of hot right now because there was the porn tape, there's this, and then there's the rumored biopic. Who's uh, who's behind the uh, rumored biopic? The rumored biopic, I I've heard everyone from Don Cheadle to Jamie Foxx. I don't think that they Please, actually... Please, no Jamie Foxx. I don't think that, yeah, they, they, they haven't chosen an actor. You've already done your Ray uh, Charles thing. Here's the deal, I think, on Jimi Hendrix. And, you know, most people are still going to say greatest guitar player ever. But here's where I think he's underappreciated on two different things. Number one, such a unique voice. I love the fucking guy's singing voice. And number two, probably an underappreciated uh, guitar player. I mean, uh, songwriter. So people are paying so much attention to his guitar playing that they're forgetting he's written some really great fucking songs at the same time. Um, so this uh, this new album released now? It just, out? Came out, it just came out yesterday, yeah. How come we're not doing an RBI with somebody behind us so I can find out the whole fucking story? I don't know. Booking isn't uh, giving me any help here. What's, what's the story on booking? They're too fucking... Busy with the breeders for the 19th time? Nothing wrong with the breeders. I know. I just like to bust your balls with that. Kim I know Jones how much great. you love the breeders. You you got no time for the Jimi Hendrix, though. You don't love Jimi Hendrix. I love Jimi Hendrix. It Come seems on. like you don't. I might like the breeders a little more. Kim Deal's very talented and alive. Seriously, if you had the chance, hold on. Let's get this fucking straight right now. You are in some kind of uh, other universe where you can be walking down the street and everybody's at their prime. And there's a door on one side of the of the fucking street that says Breeders. The other side of the street, it's Jimi Hendrix. You're seeing them both at their prime. What door do you walk in? All right, I'm going to go see Hendrix. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you for once in your life being honest. See you later, Kim Deal. And your sister, too. <laughs> no offense, but even if on the other side of the street... It had free pancakes. I'd probably walk over and get that before I'd see the breeders. Jesus. Yeah, I'm talking about really good uh, pancakes, though. All right. Uh, new Hendrix out, and the name of it? Uh, Valley of Neptune. Davey Mac, give me a person that you claim to be unappreciated no. songwriter. Just songwriter. <coughs> yeah. Roger Waters. Uh, people see so much of Pink Floyd with the psychedelic music, uh -huh. with the trippiness. They get the vibe of, you know, drugs, this and that. His lyrics, mm -hmm. his songs are so beautifully written to me. I feel like they're incredibly poetic. I love them. I'm going to give you another one. Let's go back to the same era that everybody's always given, like, early Elton John all this credit and the songwriter. I think Leon Redbone. The early songs of Leah uh, Redbone were just fucking um, absolutely beautifully written by Leon Redbone. Uh, I, I mean, I'll also even by run the Leons. I go to Leon Russell. Leon Russell was fucking amazing songs. 
You never yeah. hear about it. In- 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 incredible. All right, Higgs, who's your all-time uh, underappreciated songwriter? I think he's underappreciated. You might not agree with me, but I think Warren Zevon, I think he's mostly known for Werewolves of London. That's you know, It's a silly song, but I don't think people really realize what a fucking amazing songwriter the guy was. You're going to speak to me? You're going to speak to the fucking choir? Who's the only guy that ever had his ex-wife on the show? You. Just to talk about him. It, people don't just don't realize the guy. I had no idea even when I had her come in that day and uh, that you were a fan of his because it didn't seem like it. Oh, the guy's amazing. You, you can't get much better than him. What's your favorite? I'll favorite be one's Eva. Sleep When I'm Dead, maybe, or Jeannie Needs a Shooter. Jeannie it's- Needs a Shooter is a great song. Co-written with Springsteen, by the way. I didn't know that. Yeah. Co-written with Springsteen. Jeannie Needs a Shooter. I like Desperados Under the Eaves, and uh, there's so many of his fucking songs that I just love. And the wind. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's great stuff. The saddest things ever. Do you remember what song that I ended that interview with that made her cry? Carmelita. Yeah. Made her cry like a fucking baby. I'll go, yeah, you better dig that. It's going to be bringing you that, darling. Because she said that was the first song she ever heard by him. It freaked her out that I did it. I go, it might be the last song you ever hear in your life. I was Look at this. Chris Stanley, loving on the Zevon. And did he uh, just go straight in the booth when I knew he was dying after being like 20 years old? Everything. He went back to everything. That's kind of respectable. Because in Los Angeles, I'm going to drink and one. And if California slides into the ocean, like the mystic sins to the mystic sins. Hey, uh, Brian. Brian, South Carolina. You're on my face. Ron, what's up? Yeah. Uh, your, your call screener, heck of a guy. He asked for my name. I told him, Brian, he's already calling me Bry. That guy must be a, a damn good employee. He's making uh, friends. <laughs> uh, Stephen Ray Vaughn, for two reasons. He could do it when he was completely out of his mind, and then when he got sober, he did it all over again. All right, again, uh, a guy mainly known as a guitar player. What's the song that you say proves he's a great songwriter? Well, uh, you know, you could most anything when he was getting wasted, but I think when he came back and he wrote uh, uh, Living Life by the Drop, I could listen to that. Just him and his guitar over and over and over again. It's just a beautiful song. God loves Stevie Ray. Uh, David Nashville wants to talk to us about Hendrix. How are you, buddy? Hey, Ron. Good to talk to you, man. Good. Want to talk about this new album? Yeah. You know, I'm a, a major Hendrix collector. Been doing it for longer than I haven't been doing it. And I'm uh, friends with Billy Cox who was a bass player in the band of gypsies. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten a lot of insight over the years on what they did. And these things that are coming out, back then, you know, everything was on tape. Right. And, as opposed to digital now. And he said they'd go in the studio 8 o'clock at night, put on a big reel, hit record, and, and they'd be there till 10 o'clock the next morning. Just fucking around. So that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. And, you know... Um, Everything, when you do that, is not great, but there were moments of brilliance in those tapes. And Hendrix's doodling in the studio is more interesting than a lot of people's attempts to seriously record. David, uh, if they're going to redo, if they're going to do his biopic, who would you like to see play it? 
I don't want to see a biopic. And let me tell you why, Ron. Mm-hmm. Every rock and roll biopic, except for the Ray Charles one, has sucked. Every yeah. one of them. Think of the Elvis movies and all the movies you can think. They're all terrible. I don't want to see a Hendrix biopic. Is anybody trying to imitate what he did on stage would just look as silly or hey, worse. David, did you ever have a chance to see him live or you never did? No, I've got hours and hours of tape of, of yeah. video. A lot of stuff you can't buy. Right. But, um, but you know, anybody trying to Im- imitate him would just look bad. Yeah, it's going to be you know, it's going to be a rough one. There, there are two live concerts which are in a can, which we may see this year. The Royal Albert Hall from February 69, uh, an incredible show. Uh, the original experience and the Miami Pop Festival from May of 68. And uh, uh, David, David you say you're a collector. What's what's the prize of your collection? Um, probably, uh, I've got some rare posters, you know, for, mm. uh, uh, for concerts. But probably the prize is an authentic signature. And there's a bunch of fakes out there. JimmyHendrixOnline.com. Check it out. That's my website. It's got all my collection there. All right, I'll I'll, got, I'll take a look at it. I appreciate it, buddy. I've got a I've got a, a signature on a uh, a document that he signed. You know, he didn't have payday like you and me. When he wanted cash, he called the office said, "I need X amount of dollars." He'd go down and sign a receipt, and they'd give him cash. I have one of those receipts, which is dated two days after Woodstock for a couple of thousand bucks. I appreciate but, it, David. I'm going to check it out. G- give out your website again. JimmyHendrixOnline.com. You know, uh, you talked about Stevie Ray. Mm. I introduced Billy Cox to Stevie Ray Vaughn in 86, and Stevie brought him on at the Opry House here in Nashville, and they did a couple of Hendrix tunes. There's photos from that show on the website. Uh, I'll check it out. I appreciate it, David. All right, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here is uh, Tom. Tom in Oklahoma. You're on Runa Fez. Hey, Ron, most under, uh, underrated songwriter, I'd have to say, is David Allen Coe. Wow, you honestly think of him as underrated? Yes, absolutely. He never went hardcore mainstream. Um, yeah, everybody uh, that kind of plays the, the kind of country music we like, I think, likes David Allen Coe. Well, this is one of his that does make the, the radio. Great songwriter, though. Let's go over to Tom. Tom and uh, PA. Tom, you're on running fuzz. Me? Yeah. I got uh, underrated songwriter Elvis Costello. Jesus, underrated by who? Everybody I, I knows he can write. Him. Don't you think he's most known as a songwriter? What's that? Don't you think he's most known as a songwriter? Ah, uh, well, maybe underplayed. All right, I'll give you that. Where we came to hide When it ran from you Let's go over to uh, Dan Dan in Maine You're on Ronnie Fez Ronnie, a guy that uh, is huge in the UK But doesn't get a sniff in the States Is Paul Weller uh, Paul Weller? Yeah, from like the Jam And yeah. the South Console and, yeah, I mean, I... Especially his solo stuff Is just incredible uh, yeah, Paul Weller is, again, I thought he was like Elvis, one of those guys known as a songwriter. 
Maybe we ought to move. Maybe we ought to take over some of the uh, music channels. And just play the music we like. That'd be so awesome. I'd love to do that. You in? Yeah, 100%. Blow these squares' minds. <laughs> I like the attitude. I like the attitude. Hey, Pete in Connecticut, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, Mr. Frank Zappa, not only uh, is he uh, underrated, he's misunderstood. Well, Frank Zappa, again, you're you're right. He's more known as... Uh, novelty. He right? has a novelty and is a great musician. And he's big, actually. Euro the Europeans get it. But, yeah. But uh, people in, the, in this country, they, I, I don't know, he's not, he's not, doesn't seem to have a big, a big following. Um, but uh, Dynamo Hum is, is uh, one of my favorites. Uh, uh, but, That's why we're playing right now. Very rare to hear a song about trying to make a woman have an orgasm, which is difficult. Dynamo, I hate to tell you how much this reminds me of tripping. She looked over at me with a glazed eye and some bovine perspiration on her upper lip area, and she said, "Just get me wasted, and you're halfway there. Cause if my mind's tore up, then my body don't care." I rubbed my chinny chin chin and said, "My my my." What sort of thing might this lady get high upon? I checked out her sister who was holding the bed and wondered what kind of trip the young lady was on. The $40 bill didn't matter no more. When her sister got naked and laid on the floor, she said, Dynamo might win the bet, but she could use a little if I wasn't done yet, I told her. So I pulled on her hair. The weird thing about Zappa, he always reminded me of Tommy Chung. If she had any cooties in there. Wasn't he sober? Wasn't he like a sober yeah. guy? That's fucking crazy. She was buns up kneeling. It's fucking great shit. Very funky. She surrendered to the feeling. And she started in the squealing. Hey, uh, Sam in New Hampshire, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, fellas? Yeah. Hey, I was going to say Lowell George and Littlefeet's just amazing. I just think he's uh, maybe one of the greatest American writers of all time. Just uh, borderline unperfect. 
The name Lowell George comes up on so many RBIs. Anyone's ever met him before, I try to get him just to tell a Lowell George story. In 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ um, Dave, get in on this. I want you to play guest to Twitter with me, okay? Everybody on the show uh, can have the opportunity to do this. It's guest to Twitter. I've got... And this is the Twitter. I'm going to start quoting. I've, I'm going to go back and look at this. And you can ring in first if you think you have it, too. All three people are playing it. I have 15 minutes to shit before the run, before Ron and Fez start. Hope I make it. I'm going to give that to Fez Watley first. I'm going to say that's a Jay Moore tweet. Sorry. Hmm. Sorry. Stupid. <laughs> no, it's not a stupid guess. Uh, I'm going to say it's a curveball. It's a chick. So I will say... It's the resurgence of Brazilian Julie. Eh, sorry. Oh, shit. I'm going to go Rorschach. Eh, sorry. Fez Watley? Um, I will say that that was Anthony. Eh. Stay with my, my chick theory for now and say angry Missy. Eh. Fuck me. Franklin? Eh. <laughs> he doesn't that shit. That's back to you. It was Jim Norton. Mafia Life Chris. Uh, Big A. Man. Uh, it was Stalker Patty. Uh, <laughs> um, Opie Radio. Uh, Damn it. Travis? Uh, <laughs> this may change things for you. And, of course, as always, Eastside Dave was following along 
and playing the game properly yeah. because it was a female. I thought so. Because why else would I bring it up? Exactly. That's how I was thinking. Uh, and this may change the way you think of her. Baby girl. Baby oh, girl. Oh, my God. Had to take a big uh, major shit. Don't do Didn't that. know whether wow. the 15 minutes would be enough time allotted yeah. for what she needed to do. Oh, That's, my goodness. I, I knew it. I knew it was a woman. And By the I, way, Julie was a great guest. Because that's I thought the type it was of thing a, attractive girl. Brazilian Julie would yeah, say. That's the that's the reason why. Attractive yeah, that that would that would be in slow news if it was Rorschach. Yeah, slow news day. And of course bringing Norton in, of course, <laughs> you know. Um speaking of Twitter, yeah. there is uh, a Michael Jordan on Twitter and me and Chris Same Stanley. one? <laughs> different. We've been going over and over it. We're not sure if it's we we can't decide if it's real or fake. It's fake. Well, it's it hasn't been verified. Then it's fake. No, because there's a lot of people, even like, I don't think, like, there's plenty of celebs who haven't been verified. They're all fake. They don't take the time to do that. And this, Michael Jordan has 75,000 followers. And some of his tweets fake. sound very, very, you know, normal. I love Neil deGrasse. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, Michael Jordan. Okay, what about this? I just, I really like the Olympics. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't think it's him. Jordan's kind of boring that way. But then we go into this. I was thinking, how do airplanes work? And so that throws me yeah, off. Yeah, tell Michael Jordan. <laughs> but then what, 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 what about this? Um, the White Ribbon was a good movie. That's all. Like, I, And c- cigars are good for nature. That's kind of Jordan-ish. Because he doesn't like to give a lot out. And so it, it's that kind of thing. But then he also says, cactuses make shitty houseplants. Well, that actually makes a lot of sense, though. I'm agreeing with Big Mike Jordan. You don't want to get hurt on a decoration. And he's following Oprah, which makes sense. He's following Shaq, which makes sense. But then he also follows David Lynch. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, it's not Michael Jordan. It's someone who is Could be. lucky enough to get the Michael Jordan name first and just start <laughs> tweeting Michael Jordan stuff. But he has 75,000 followers. I, yeah, because the name Michael Jordan is a very popular one. So you really don't think this is MJ? Um, no, I think that if it was MJ, you would see the authentic, uh, this has been verified. It just seems like so Why, you've been writing people. to him? I, I brought a couple of things. Yeah. How's it hanging, MJ? Love you, dude. <laughs> Agree on the cactus What's this going year? on with the Bobcats? Stupid purchase, wasn't it? Love your sneakers. Davey Mack, what's going on in your head today? What's happening in Dave's world? Uh, outside of talking to my wife about it, uh, I literally called her during the break. Why? About the Corey. You think she's that upset? I don't think she was still very upset about it. Just loves the Corys. <laughs> she said... Uh, well, you know, when things grab you as a kid, it's hard to shake. You yeah, know what I mean? I suppose. Um, That's why we need to console each other. Hicks feels the same way about the Corys. I will shut you down. Hicks would never steal your chick, and your chick would never go with Hicks. You don't have to worry there. I'm going to start calling Pepper's girl then. Um, well, speaking of Twitter, T.O. met with the Bengals yesterday. Mm. <laughs> and uh, Ocho Cinco then Twittered, you can be Batman, I will be Robin, let's go. Let's blow each other. Which I thought put Ocho Cinco in a kind of a smaller role that I was used well, to. Well, here's what Ocho Cinco wants to see somebody else get double teamed. And he's thinking to himself, I'll fucking break open for fucking 10 yards. 10 yards I'll be ahead. You could not possibly have those two guys on the same team. It could not happen in a million years. And yet it will. 
If the Bengals do that, they are making such a mistake. That fucking team Wait, would be a circus. The team is a circus, and they are a mistake. There's <laughs> nothing. They, they might as well add it. The individual fines on that team are going to be enormous. Well, it seemed like they could have been on the brink last year. They had a great, you know, regular season. They kind of choked in the playoffs. They weren't the as Jets. good as their fucking record. Period. But you cannot add this. Guy. And oh, Joe, you need a straw. The straw right now is To. <laughs> to is thirty six. You know, people are talking To like about To like he's still twenty nine. Right. This guy is is is. Kinda... Well, he had the fucking year last year of a thirty-six-year-old man. Right, he fucking he definitely had, did. I think he had five TDs. It just he was a subpar year, and he he was the only guy they were throwing to. But let's face it: if they have him on this team, he's going to have a better chance to get open. You know what I mean? And Ojo Seiko's going to have a better chance to get open. It well, might be a good move for them. But the bigger question is: don't you think that there is such a thing as chemistry in sports? Not and, uh, not in Cincinnati. There's no chemistry. They're a fucking crazy place. But you know, if they were, if they won what I believe twelve games or was eleven last year. I, here's what I don't understand about college basketball: we're now in the tournaments before the tournament. Well, the Big this East. Thing who goes to the tournament? The Big East tournament goes on. Then why isn't that still the tournament? <laughs> just let everybody in and start the tournament. They're kind of for just for show. I mean, basically. All the tournaments do is... None of the good teams need to win any of these tournaments. No, they don't. But for the smaller tournaments, it gives you an automatic big into the, bid right. into the tournament, into the big for deal. For some of the smaller teams. Yeah, and all that shit will be done on Sunday, too. I was told that on uh, Mad Dog 144. They're going to have a big selection show. What's, this, what's the story with your fucking sports show? Saturday night, midnight, live. Call in. You're going to do three hours of Sam and Dave. Yeah, and, and then an then hour. Follow it up. Try to compose myself in two minutes and get a totally different show on the air. Oh. But I will do it, and I won't be showering. I won't fucking do anything. I was talking to somebody about you today. Spike TV, you told no, me. No, I was talking to somebody about you on radio. Oh, who is it? Kid Kelly. Oh, wonderful. Mm. Very handsome, that guy, huh? Yeah, he is. He's um, one of the stars around here, I feel. Says he's not interested. <laughs> Should have weighed with my compliments. Yeah. Until after you told me that. <laughs> well, it started out good. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be interested? I didn't ask him. I just said, "Okay, I'll come back to you another time with him." All right, fine, whatever. Just not interested. Well, he doesn't know sports. You know, I know sports. Saturday midnight. Well, no, he. Yeah, I wasn't talking to him about sports. I was talking about you. Um, I was calling it the rock out with your cock out music hour. Oh, I love Dave that. McDonald. I love that. He said uh, he wanted the rock in and the cocks in, <laughs> and doesn't like the the crazy. Doesn't, didn't want any part of the craziness. So what? I always like to say when a door when one door closes, a window's open. We're high enough that if you jump out, you'll die. Oh God damn, that's a dark phrase. I have noticed this that people's backpacks, guys' backpacks, are getting bigger <laughs> and bigger. And this ties into Dave getting a gig with Kev, Kelly Howe. Well, Dave wears a very large backpack. Yeah, that's actually true. And I don't understand. It's like I didn't carry a backpack when I was a kid going to school to carry books in. Well, you used to carry your things in a kerchief on the end of a stick, didn't you? <laughs> Polka dotted. I was not a hobo going to school. No, you were running away from home. But the backpacks, well, I don't know what is in these backpacks, but they're enormous now. They clobber everybody getting, you know, on the sidewalks. A lot of people are putting laptops in them. Yeah, and I have my digital, I have my portable DVD player in it. 
And I carry a big plug of headphones and usually one or two Sports Illustrateds. See, it really is just carrying a purse around. Well, it's not a purse, because a purse is very dainty. Do you consider a briefcase a purse, Wes? No, I don't consider a briefcase a purse. No, but I mean... I mean, that is carrying a bag, though. Yeah. Is a gym bag a purse? A gym bag becomes a purse, yes. It absolutely does. Well, you got your sneakers in there, you got your fucking clothes in there. Yeah. Where else are you supposed to carry your clothes? Well, I mean, you you put them in a gym bag, but that gym bag does become a purse then, because you're carrying that much stuff with you. So what looks worse, gym bag or a backpack? Oh, the backpack looks worse. Okay, so a backpack is worse than a purse. I think mine looks nice. All right, let's see what you got in there, Dave. Okay, I got my DVD player here, and we got a copy of Manhattan Murder Mysteries by Woody Allen, a copy of Angels and Demons. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I don't even think I've seen that. I like these Double fucking magazines. Dan Brown movies for some reason. I'll never read the books, but I actually enjoy it. I'm one of the few people. Two Sports Illustrateds, um, some CDs, and then uh, some porn at the bottom here, I think. Yeah, so it's just a lot of paperwork. It's nice. Newsweek. So he's got magazines, books, and... Uh so it makes my commute go Seems a lot Seems like a better. lot to carry around. I mean, when I was a kid, the adult, you know, the dads didn't carry backpacks around. Well, they carry briefcases, and you don't see briefcases anymore. It's just easier to look. When's the last time you've seen a briefcase briefcase? Like an attache case. You don't see them. No, it's been a long, yeah. long time. Not Like a Michael Douglas movie is the last time I've seen a briefcase. Normally a guy, will, if he doesn't have a backpack, will have a shoulder bag. Yeah, but I think that looks a little like... Percy. A, it looks pussy. B, it looks hip. And then C, I actually think it's demeaning. It makes you look like you're a little fucking UPS fagula. I know, but a backpack, you can't get away from it makes you look like a kid. It's a child's thing. It's a lunchbox. But that's rugged. My backpack is rugged. No, it's I actually a, still call it a book bag. It too. doesn't look like you're in the Marines carrying your pack on your back. It I looks like it you're does. in the third grade. I always hit people with it, too, and they get so irritated, you know, but what, I can't help it. Yeah, the people that wear them, they have no idea they've added an extra foot to the back of themselves. And they turn around, and it might as well be like an elephant or a horse turning around, because they're just hitting everything in their path. Yeah, I, I've hit Fe I've, I think I've hit Fez a couple times with my book bag. I know you have. And I was thinking about the gadget. I think it can't be for the gadgets because yeah, your phone or your iPod will fit in your pocket easy enough. Those things are downright tiny. Yeah, well, he's showing you his stuff. My DVD player, though, you know, I like. It's a lot better than a little tiny screen. You know, I've got to watch Manhattan Murder Mysteries on a big screen. I noticed, too, everyone carries, like, a bottle of water on their backpack, too. Basically, like, instead of just commuting to work, their half-hour commute to work, they're crossing the desert. Like, they can't make it to work without, <laughs> you know, a canteen, a water supply. Well, if you commute far enough, you do want to have little things, you know, that will make your commute easier. That's why I have so much shit in mind. And water, yeah, sometimes I put my canteen in it. Here's the thing, Fez. If you're stuck in the elevator, you're stuck. If Dave's stuck in the elevator, he's camping. That's right. I got a nice little thing going on. He's got a TV. He's got magazines. He's got it's water. It's not just, just the commute. So, sometimes just waiting for the buses or the trains or all the things that Americans do. Just waiting is very tedious. Bob in Georgia, you're on a face. 
Hey, back when Fez was a kid, you know, they didn't have the electronic devices. You know, if he'd have carried around a book or something, it would probably would have been chiseled out of stone, you know. So they didn't have the opportunities that Dave has. I'm not from the Flintstones. Oh. But, yeah, but I did have textbooks, but I didn't carry a backpack. So it, it, it made your life harder, I think. No, well, I think I just, you know, carried the books home myself, like under my arm if I did have to take a book home. So where are you going with this, Fez? You want them out, Lud? I would like, I would like, yeah. <laughs> uh, a, a size <laughs> limit on the backpacks, please. What's with all these backpacks nowadays? Yeah, I see some people carry their babies. I call that a front pack. Those baby slings, those are being recalled now. Baby slings are being recalled. Uh, I had a Singapore sling once, but it didn't cry and it never shit itself. Backpack. The Prius is being recalled, too. Just want to throw that in there. I don't recall when the word recall came in. But in I know in my day, if you were sent to your room, you were in trouble. You didn't have the Atari game in there to play with. or I, We had Nintendo toys. I just recalled to say I loved you. That was a song once. They call the show 60 Minutes, but if you take the commercials out of it, it's a lot shorter. I don't think they'd want to call the show shorter than 60 Minutes. 42 minutes and 38 seconds just doesn't have a nice ring to it. Just kind of sits there. Backpack, backpack, backpack. <laughs> See, I didn't think about the uh, laptops. They had a snack pack. <laughs> That had little pieces of pudding, but my mom used to make the pudding, and we liked it just fine enough. Sometimes a fruit roll-up would come in one of those snack packs. And now the kids, if they fart, they write yay pudding. I don't know what I that never means. much understood that. Does it mean they have to just eat the pudding? I mean, what if they have a roast beef sandwich and fart? Does it yay roast beef? Ron and Fez started this pit, and... Now all of a sudden I'm wondering where my time comes in. Yeah, I guess I didn't think the backpack thing all the way through. What are you talking about? Well, I didn't think about <laughs> DVD players and laptops. Laptops, I would have figured were in a laptop. You know. Why don't you keep them on top of your lap? That's the name of it. My day, we had a pop top, and that was for a nice cold cola. I used to think they were called lab tops. I thought scientists made them. Later, we dropped the bomb on Japan, and we were all able to come back on boats. Those people got what they deserved. Siding up with the Germans and all. Tom Hanks is doing the show right now, Pacific. And if you just put his first initial, it'd be T. Hanks, or thanks. <laughs> no one thanked us for dropping a bomb on them in Japan. All their skin melted off. Right now, it's a commuter train, not a computer train, so I don't know why we need all the backpacks. Why do they call them Slurpees? I mean, I drink without making any noise. I'm not slurping. I've had it with a spoon. I don't know why they call it a spoon. Backpacks. I just, I just don't see why they have to be so gigantic. <laughs> What's that, penises? No, the backpacks. Giants. You mentioned that quite some time ago. <laughs> Sorry. About 15 minutes ago, you, you told us that a backpack was bigger. Along with umbrellas and strollers. It's like we're living in a land of the giants. 
If you shrunk a giant to a regular person's size, would he still be a giant? I saw the New York Giants play, and I didn't think they were all that big. Later, I went and saw the San Francisco Giants play, and I saw one of them stick a bull in his mouth and chew it. I was tripping on acid at the time. <laughs> a lot of Giants around. Backpacks are very big. I watched half the 60-minute show. I guess you could say I watched 30 minutes. Backpack. There's 60 minutes, and then there's a show, 48 hours. What's with all the numbers on our network? Here's Jay in Austin. <laughs> Austin's a kid's name, and it's also a city. Buddy B. He got a problem with backpacks, but Opie Jr. over there likes to carry things around in that big brown paper bag. That's how I was given my lunch. It didn't happen to just one person. Happens to a lot of people out there. Yep. Didn't you also have an HR puffin' stuff? Fucking lunchbox. Back in my day. When I was little. See, here's what happens, Fez, when you get into this with them. They hear you telling stories over and over, and then they just keep feeding you like they're interested, but they're not. Uh-huh. Did you ever do that with your grandfather? Did you let your grandfather go on and on or d yeah. and tell the story or yep. did you just say, oh, you always told me that, Pop? <laughs> Never would say that in a million years. I always let the people tell me over and over again. I got no problem with it. You know, there's backpacks <clears throat> when I was younger. <laughs> no problem with this. They, someone wants to tell you a story. They want to like a little entertain you. Why, why would you quite cut them off? Do you put up with that with uh, younger people? Yes, I do. I, no I, matter I, who it is. No matter who it is. I think that someone wants to tell you a story is a nice thing. So I'm not going to fucking say, shut up. Who's the person that you know will repeat stories? Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, I would say... Our old intern, Scruffy, used to tell the same stories really? over and over again, not realizing. I don't know if he was like... He I miss was, that kid. I don't know if he would black out a lot, but he would tell us about Denver, the same things. Here's an interesting thing. There are some people that uh, that try to think, if you tell them a story, if they hear a story, they have to somehow relate and tell even a bigger story. Earl. So if... Uh, we have a couple friends like that. There's a couple, and I'm not pointing out who. But if you say, oh, this kid in my high school was so fucking crazy, uh, one day we saw him eat a live fish, we'll go like this. We had a kid at my high school, <laughs> and you're like, and here's my problem. If I'm hearing one person telling the crazy kid from high school story, I have to hear it. Now I'm hearing two <laughs> separate fucking stories about people I didn't know or <laughs> distant cousins that I don't know. Right. Yeah, I, I I know we do. There's a lot of people like that. Around I stop here. my siblings on it. I really because you're already doing it. What I do it? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I had no idea that I do it. I think I do it with wrestling stories. I think I definitely do it there. But Wait, I do stop my. Uh, why are you nodding to that? What does he do, Hicks? I've heard the um the, uh, Bushwhacker Steve Austin uh, restaurant story a bunch of times. It's a good, it's a great story. 
It's a great, awesome story. See, what happens is we'll get, we'll always get a new intern in, and these interns always seem to be into wrestling. So when Fast Freddy showed up, the story got told again. So you, you have a tendency to tell them old school WWF stories? Right, yeah. <laughs> he, he likes that. I know I repeat those. The naked Andre the Giant playing fucking cards story. <laughs> Of course, all the guys are being made in the sto a stone uh, stone cold story. Yep. <laughs> Dave repeats his fucking Bill serving Bill Murray story over. I've heard <laughs> at least five or six times. And I'm, I didn't I know you served Bill Murray. No, he's, Springsteen. He's, if I repeated so much, fucking get the details straight. I heard you tell Springsteen. Yeah, Springsteen yeah. A and B. My friend, um, my good friend Christine, had Bill Murray at her restaurant. How'd that go? A, a lot. Um, always drink. Always would polish off an entire bottle of wild turkey before he left and just really loved to drink um depending you know she she said he he angered a lot of the people around him but the management loved him i would love him he could anger anybody he wants yeah but the customers were always like this guy's being so loud by the way i finally saw zombie land yeah did what you, you say it? yes i did guy on netflix last weekend very odd very odd did the bill murray thing take you out of it I never was into it. The Bill Murray thing gave me a little bit of enjoyment. <laughs> but overall, I'd already seen the English version of this fucking zombie thing, yeah. which is uh, preferable. And I still urge everyone to see Peter Jackson's Dead Alive, which is the original of all these. I won't be saying that. <laughs> but it was the original zombie comedy that no one's seen, and they give Shaun of the Dead all the that credit. That should be called Zombity. <laughs> um, I thought the, the hunting for the Twinkie was a little lame. It was just annoying. Yeah, and that you was... didn't. You didn't for a second believe anything could happen to any of these people, and it never did. And the Bill Murray thing—I mean, was literally like, uh, "We're just going to make fun of the fact that we're all in a movie." Yeah, it was. Uh, let's make fun of the fact that people are watching this. I mean, the one line of any regrets, and he said, "Maybe Garfield." That was funny. funny. No, no, oh, don't get me wrong. It wasn't that he wasn't funny when he showed up. Yeah, no, he, he was. He's great. But there was—you know—he's always going to be funny. Yeah, always. I had a funny fucking guy. Never cared much for backpacks. <laughs> Davey Mack, what's been in your head lately? Well, um, I saw this, that uh, uh, Kelly Ripa had Andy Richter on her show and said... I saw some of this, yes. Uh, yeah. Kelly uh, Ripa co-hosted with him. Regis took one of his many days off. Yes. I think um, hip replacement or knee. Fez, this hip. Time. He keeps going through different things. Yeah, like, heart, no. hip. Yeah. We're, we're getting an all new Regis. Mm -hmm. Regis will be completely done when they're, uh, you know, he'll be new as soon as they're finished with him. So uh, he was on there and she starts asking him about the Leno stuff. And I thought that he would dodge himself and get out of it because his, he was like, well, I can be on TV, but Conan can't right now. Yeah. And then uh, he said NBC was kind of pricks to all the employees and Conan was going into his own pocket to pay them off. Um, and then he also blamed Leno a little bit. Yes, he things. did. What yeah. exactly did he say? He said that Leno's primetime 10 p.m. show hurt the ratings of The Tonight Show, criticized that very much, and that definitely says he harbors a grudge against uh, NBC. But so he 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 did point the finger at Jay Leno. Said the reason why the Tonight Show sucked is because of the fucking guy who's now hosting it, Jay Leno. That's why the Tonight Show sucked, or, or the ratings sucked, I should say. Well, Leno's going to have to put up with this probably for the next couple of years 
whatever the deal is, this is what his money is going to, you know, the fact that he got away for years without anybody saying bad stuff about him. I guess that's kind of over now. Yeah. Uh, but I was watching uh, Leno the other night, and he just seemed, I don't know, a little more clueless than I remember, a little odder, because uh, he was talking about Hurt Locker, and he goes, you know, I watch all these things, and it's just really great to see a movie where the U.S. servant serviceman is the good guy, and he's doing a good thing, and he's not, uh, you know, accidentally killing somebody... I'm like, did you watch the fucking movie, Jay? The guy's a fucking fruitcake by the end of it. Yeah. The guy is too twisted to sit in a room with his own wife and kid and can only feel alive if he's almost dead. You're not supposed to leave there going, the great American serviceman. You're supposed to leave there going, war can really fuck you up in more ways well, than you expect. he's not serving the country. He's serving himself. Yeah. And he's just caught up in kind of an how addictive not, personality. Yeah, how can you not get that? I have the feeling he never watched it. <laughs> I, I just had the feeling that he did not watch the movie. Um, in the supermarket scene where he's just, you know, looking at the box of cereal, he's like, fuck this. Like, I, I, don't, I don't even know how to be here. Yeah, I, I don't know how to be in a place where a bomb's not going to fucking blow my dick off any second. <laughs> right. But I just had the feeling that Jay doesn't, uh, that all this stuff has gotten to Jay, that it's kind of changed him Jay, in a weird way. Jay just seems like one of those people that doesn't really like music or, or, or movies. Like, I, I, I see, Why are you going to mock out Fez? No, I wasn't. I see Letterman as a guy who definitely wants to, like, see film and, and, and has his rock bands. I don't bands. know. I do. Letterman. I think all... I see... I'm sorry. Le Letterman doesn't seem like that either. No, I, I think Letterman loves The Rock. I mean, he had Zevon. He loves Pearl Jam. They they played for him for a week. I think he's really into. You know, he likes his music. He likes a couple. I mean, he likes Foo Fighters and yeah stuff like that. But I don't see him. I don't see Jay making any of those kind of connections. Jay actually said uh, when he went to the ten o'clock show, which I thought was interesting, is that music works in the studio but not at home. That a lot of times they'll be like, "Yeah, this is great." And then it doesn't work at home. But I think he means it doesn't kick the ratings up. I think he just thinks about doing ratings. But I don't think any mm. of those guys see much outside themselves. Um, and Jay, most of all. like It's just like about the show. I don't think they really care too much about, like, um, he had Simon Cowell on the other day. And was just constantly asking, are you really... Are you engaged? I'm like, I can't watch this. <laughs> I can't watch two middle-aged guys giggling about a girl, about whether you're engaged or not. Sad. Who cares? Yeah. I think Jay's free time is spent on those cars. It's possible. Why can't he bring back the track and have people run around and drive? <laughs> Meanwhile, Lerman... Yeah, why doesn't that work at 1130? <laughs> and Lerman actually owns a racing team. He should you buy. just like Letterman better, period. That's you, yeah. you got to stop acting prejudiced about it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, to get back to the other point, um, they're just going to snip at Jay now until Conan gets his show. Like, the whole thing of keeping him off the air, maybe they should have even done that. Just, just said, go ahead and just do it. Get it over with. Because now it's just going to be, a you know, little digs, little digs, little digs. Mm -hmm. It's like a presidential campaign where it's never the candidate that says the bad things. It's the running mate they put out there. Mm -hmm. Andy Richter's kind of in that role mm -hmm. of well, a Sarah other, and Joe Biden. But you get other people who do that for him, too. I saw Tom Hanks made a joke the other night at Leno's expense. And different comics have made jokes at Leno's expense. All the shit that he didn't have to put up with before. 
Uh, I find all the shows unbearable to watch at night now, no matter what they are. It's just on such a clock, you know? It just ticks by. I think the whole point is that hopefully you pass out by the time you get to the end of the show. <laughs> I think that's the point of it. Well, they, you know, they they yell at the people when you're waiting online. Make sure you laugh real hard. Make sure you get really excited. <sighs> and, and, you know. Why don't you just say I'm not much of a laugher? No, I'm going to show up, and I'm not going to laugh. I was on Larriman. We were supposed to have front row seats, and so I started laughing really hard, and then they kicked me out into the balcony. Anything, uh, any social setting where you were just treated like a normal person? <laughs> Funerals, I do well. Fez, do you like backpacks? <laughs> no, I do not. Do not care for them. <laughs> Why not? Too big? Too big. Bumping into people. What else is on your mind today, Fezzy? Uh, Natalie Wood's sister, Lana Natalie Wood. Lana. Proves that uh, wood doesn't float. That was the old joke back from when it happened. Uh-huh. What wood doesn't float? Natalie Wood. And then we all had a big laugh and said, no, seriously, she's dead. She wants the L.A. Sheriff's <laughs> Department to uh, reopen the case. Now, the odd thing is she's saying she doesn't suspect foul play. She just wants to know the truth. It's a weird situation. It's- Natalie Wood... Uh, she's out with her husband on a boat, yacht, and, uh, of course, Walken, who, younger than, already had won the Oscar, but there was a rumor those two were banging. Why he would get on the on a boat with the guy, the girl that he was banging, and the husband remains to be seen. Supposedly there was an argument late at night. Natalie Wood... Here's her husband and her alleged lover arguing. So she, a person who couldn't swim, puts on over her nightgown a jacket, tries to get into a dinghy and get away, fell overboard, drowned. That was always the story we were told. But there's certain people who said one of these men chucked her overboard. If I can't have you, boom. Nobody will. Now we're all what? Fucking 30 years after the fact? Yeah, gotta be. Yeah. She wasn't a swimmer? Not a swimmer. She was in, uh, like like Ron said, she had the jacket, the nightgown, the nightcoat, slippers on, but socks, also, I mean. But also not a swimmer. Yeah. Not a natural swimmer. Then don't go out and, on the sea. Never get on a fucking, no. You would yeah, be insane all. to go out. On a fucking boat and and not be a person who was comfortable in the water. It doesn't make sense. Her sister. I don't get the. I need to sleep out here either. <laughs> I get going out on a boat. Then why don't you park the boat, go in, sleep in a real bed, get up the next morning, get back on your boat and fucking drive around again. Yeah. What do you want to sleep on something for? I've never had a good sleep on a boat. Fucking going back and forth. Uh, the showers on there always blow. Uh, they're always fucking worried about the bathroom and fresh water. Make sure you don't flush. And you're like, why don't we just fucking go in? What are we doing out here? <laughs> you know, a lot of times you, people invite me out on their boat. They're like, yeah, well, well, then they tie off 15 feet off the fucking shore to sleep at night. Well, let's fucking go in. Get a bed that doesn't fucking bounce around. What is the purpose of this? We're not we're 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 driving along the coast anyway. We're not going to Hawaii in this. I don't know why anybody wants to be out open sea. You know? A hmm. hundred miles off the fucking thing in a boat? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. 
Could be scary. I don't know. I always wanted to do the Deadliest Catch show. That's a oh, different... That that looks awful. That looks so seasick. That's a far different situation. You're out there for work. You have to be out there. I'm talking about being in a fucking yacht. Just, yeah, sitting there. And look, why would you get in a yacht? You're banging a fucking married chick. The husband fucking is angry about it. And you're going to get on a boat with these two? <laughs> yeah. I would think they were setting you up to get killed. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to think. Maybe those two men were together, and they got Natalie Wood in the middle. Yeah, that is that. That was a rumor, though, right? That what? Walken and Wagner then were fucking each other or something. Yeah, there was. You know, it's Hollywood. There was always menage rumors. These were just. These are just ugly rumors. Right. I got no problem with opening the case back up. I'd like to get to the bottom of it. So I think I could see if you were the sister saying, "I want to know what happened to my sister." Yeah. Well, her point is, my sister was someone who would never, whether she was a Hollywood star or not. Wouldn't go to shore in her nightgown and and unless these two guys robe. were going fucking crazy and she wanted to get away mm. from them. You know, let's face it, she was trapped. I don't know whether you've ever shown up when people start fighting about that stuff, but you want to fucking get out. <laughs> I would like to see the Jean Benet case reopened. That when they closed up, so much happened in that house Christmas night. That I can't, it astounds me that they were never able to solve this crime. We'll never get to the bottom of it because uh, the mother died. Mm hmm. That's one that they're going to fucking bury. It was the dad, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, they had plenty of time to do something about this. Plenty oh, yeah. of time. Mm -hmm. And nobody got busted. And someone took the, the little girl from her room upstairs, carried her all the way down to the cellar. Let's face some things. You want to get away with a crime, be rich. No mm -hmm. matter who you are, you want to commit a crime, already be rich. Because you'll find out cops and a DA in a local town and sometimes even a big city make so many mistakes that never get caught by fucking poor people. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. They're just getting, you know, an assigned fucking lawyer. When you have rich people... To say, I'm hiring lawyers, I'm hiring my own forensic team, I'm hiring my own psychiatrist. You can tangle motherfuckers up. At the very least, you can tangle them up. Mm. I wish I had some cash. Well, you're the type of idiot that ends up fucking doing serious time. I'd kill a homeless person, maybe, you know, just for the thrill of it. You'd get a thrill out of killing a homeless person? <laughs> no, I, that was one of the themes of Hostel last night. It's all you're into now, hostile. <laughs> all right, why don't we break here? Uh, we'll come back and uh, pick this up. Are we almost sliding into this, uh, day, uh, Hicks, or we got a little time? So I know you've had a lot on your mind today. We got a little time. All right. Be right back with more Run Fest Show. You're out! What do you get there, Malarkey? I'm safe. I said you're out! I'm safe! You're out! Safe! 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 Out! I say you're safe! If you don't like it, you can go to the showers! Okay then, Doc. Have it your way. I'm safe. Yeah, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show on a weekday. 
Ron Bennington, Fez Watley. And Fezzy, the Siren series has started. You versus Dave one more time. This time, it's a hardcore championship. No bathing. No toothpaste. Well. No shampoo. No soap. No water. No changing of the clothes. How long can you go? I'm predicting by Friday, we'll have a winner. I honestly am. No I, know, I know I am in this for the long haul. Yeah. I will go unbathed, unclean for as long as it takes to win this. All right. Now, we're talking about no pajamas. You either sleep in those clothes, your underwear, whatever. The clothes you have now are it. And there is no bathing. And you feel strong about this. Yes. And I will then, if it's either naked or in the clothes that I'm wearing now, yeah. I will sleep fully dressed, Ron. Oh, so disgusting. Including why can't you, shoes. Why couldn't you sleep naked in your own house? I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't. I've, if a burglar comes in, I don't like it. A hundred bucks you got raped as a kid. You just forget. Something happened. I've tried to remember. Davey Mack, how long do you think you can go with this? I'm going to at least strive for uh, Easter. That's that's the goal for me. Then we're going to take it from there. You'll but, be melting bunnies. Now, obviously, no uh, breath mints, no toothpaste. Really? I will allow this, though. Gum. Okay, great. I have okay. Wrigley's in my, in, in my coat. My oh, what, inside. you got your breast strip? I'm getting rid of my breast strip. Hand them over. Everyone hand over any of the fucking things. I don't want to even be tempted. Yeah. I got spearmint in my coat if you want to. <laughs> like just that. the actual herb? Just the leaves? Uh, there's, no mints, there's no uh, things in here anyway. Oh, I must have finished them off this morning. And that's Smart a, move. That's a habit of mine, too. You do. I, have, I always have a breath uh, weapon on my, on my person. A breath weapon. Yeah. So whether it's mints or strips or spray, I'm constantly using the breath now, cool. I have not made a decision on this, scraping of the tongue, because I don't feel like that is cleaning. Uh, I think that you could probably take a butter knife and scrape along your tongue if you feel like it gets too furry. But not an actual tongue scraper. It has to be... No, it's got to be a butter knife. I don't want okay. using uh, tools. Um, interesting here. Guess who is firing up Twitter about this being 100% pro-Fez? Um, and you can try to guess that uh, that Twitter if you can, Fuzzy. Who's somebody who was always in your corner? I would say Shower Bench. Uh, shower Bench is not one of the two or two friends. Oh, okay. Then I. How about this? Uh, what? This isn't even a challenge for Fez. The man was homeless. Welcome to the jungle, Dave. You're gonna die. <laughs> I think it's Black Girl. Nope. The number one cheerleader for Fez right now is our own Death Metal Mo. Wow. Metal Mo. Thank you, Mo. That's not surprising. Why not? He's all, you know, he's, he's a Fez sycophant. Sycophant. You really are on the internet a lot using that <laughs> stupid fucking phrase. Thank you, Death Metal Mo. I feel very good about that. I have a question. I don't see any of the Dave Pounds out there for him. I have a rules question. Yeah. Well, the, the Dave Pounds just been texting me personally. Dave Pounds sometimes can't figure out how Twitter works. I will tell you this, Dave, because I don't want this ruined. The Watley policy is talking about hitting you with buckets of soapy water. Mm -hmm. If that happens, you're out. No way. Yeah, that's, no. That's considered a bath. 
Really? Yeah. In Jersey. Uh, I, I will do that to Fez now. I will go grab some soapy water and then uh, eliminate them. Well, I expect um, you two to be gentlemen. Yeah. And I, I know that you can't control the hordes of people who enjoy you. And if you have your hands on the soapy water, you're out before I am, before you even hit me if with it. Patrick hit- Darcy wants to do a pick of Fez and Dave today. Absolutely. We'll do the updated uh, picks every day. Obviously, there is no combing and brushing of the hair. Right. Nothing that you can do. So we'll see them on first day while their their clothes are squeaky clean. <laughs> uh Dave is at least wearing a darker T-shirt. Fez is in a yellow T-shirt and a yellow shirt. One thing that ran through my mind is, well, that could be a problem for me, stains. Yeah. You know, because I, I tend to drip on my shirt, and then that's just there. That's just there for life. Then. You got a problem with that, huh? Yeah. I think, that, I think that's going to be a hard part. Also, again, the breast strips. Uh, Bruce, Louisiana. Yeah, are we going to do uh, no nail clipping, fingers or toes? They, they know they know that that's all part of it. I'm cool with that. I honestly expect this thing to be over quick. I expect it over by Friday. I'll be shocked if I come in here Monday and these guys are still going at it. Oh, what I'll, are we uh, at today? Midweek? We at Wednesday? We're at Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, It's hump day today. And speaking of which, another beautiful day in New York City. Spring is coming early. We're having a... Lovely march. This march has come in like a lamb, and it's staying like a lamb, and I hope it leaves as even a nicer lamb. Yeah, it really isn't the the lion thing. That Let me I ask thought. you something, though. You think about lamb. How come a lamb and cheese sandwich has never made it big? You think it would? Uh, that seems like a too much dairy. Why? Only one of them's dairy. Yeah, the but cheese. lambs are on the farm. Uh, I don't know how to stop the little redheaded girl from coming in here during the commercial or not coming in when I ask her to. Uh, there is a present for Fez Watley. Wow. And uh, What a day this is turning it into. It is. It's first, a red-letter day for Fez. First death metal Moe's support, his strong support, which has always been there. Yes, he has always been there for you. And I wish that the 202 friends would FF on that death metal mode today because he's a very enjoyable person and he's very uh, he's very fun to have out there. I don't know whether they have to w- wait to Friday before they can do that. A uh, little red-haired girl who got fired from her regular job yesterday. Um, My goodness, this is a huge bouquet of flowers. Huge bouquet of flowers. And it says, I love you. Why don't you go ahead and read that, Fez? Okay. Yeah. Let's see. That's just the florist. All right. Again, I wish somebody would have sent Fez reading glasses because he has the... It's so far away. Oh, it's on the inside? Yeah, just rip into that. And it came with a beautiful Mylar balloon. Is that your Lar? Those things last forever. Uh, Here is uh, George. George, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, guys. Yeah. Great to hear you. Um, I got a question about the siren challenge. Does it count as a shower if either one of these two nitwits goes out in the rain? I think walking in the rain, deal with it. Mm-hmm. That's you being a scumbag. Obviously, you can't use a towel. A towel is another piece of clothing for that few moments. And, um, But, you know, you dry yourself off afterwards. You want to sit... And disgusting rainwater? That's fine. It's fine. You're not in the mountains. Yeah, what do you got? 
Uh, They send her this giant bouquet. Here's the note. Dear Fez, you are loved. Big hugs from your number one fan in Tampa, Heather. Oh, Heather made you cry yesterday by saying uh, something funny about you and then saying, I love you, Fez, and you got mad. Right, where it didn't feel like love at that point. Well, thank you very much, Heather. I accept your apology. Mm. That was very nice of you. These are going to be fantastic. They're going to be the nicest smelling thing in my apartment for the next few weeks, I guess. Let's take a look at it. What, what do you got? It's all roses, or is it other things in there as well? It's an assortment of roses. Was, of course, some baby's breath. It was actually pretty heavy to to get up here from from the basement. Well, you just carry it. <laughs> you stop. You had to go down and get it, hun. I heard I am the most physically fit one out of all the other interns. Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> now, Friday, are you showing up? I am showing for search, up. Search, hurry up and search. Or is this another one of your need some time days? I will. Uh, I will stay here till Friday if I have to. Now, from what I, I understand, in the studio, you got laid off as your job as a bartender last night. I got laid off. If you could actually get laid off, yeah, have you been a bartender for a long time? Ten or? years. So, is it the type of thing you feel like you should make another job very quickly? Or uh, I do. I do yeah. feel like it. It should be easy. And to the uh, the seasons kind of coming back around. Things tend to die. Um, you know, like January through. Didn't know that. No. <laughs> there's a slow bar season. There is a slow bar season. Well, you, when you're all the way out in Long Island, for me, there's definitely. All right, a so season. you're yeah. So you're lighting it up with the summer people. So yeah, once uh, once kids get out of school and and they come back around, and once everybody you know kind of Long goes Island back gets in depressing Florida, during the. Uh, it gets so depressing. But <laughs> bleak. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is a bleak place. Mm-hmm. It's uh, horrifying. You got a man in your life right now? I do not. What happened? Why aren't you dating? I don't want to date. I feel like I wasted enough time dating. Were you in a long-term relationship? A couple of them. Yeah. Actually. That's hard to believe. <laughs> That's hard to believe. Sucking well, fuck. Fe- <laughs> a couple is, of those, too. <laughs> she is playing Fezzy for the big contest on Friday, which is search, search, hurry up and search. We're going to do that Friday afternoon. Now we're working out. Where you can play along with them at home and win prizes. Unlike every other goddamn game show out there where all you can do is watch. These guys will be playing. If you beat them to the answer and you're the, you're the first person in, we'll make sure you play for the prize. You guys are going to be playing, of course. For your love, I heard. Yeah, for the, uh, for the love of the show. As I've tried okay. <laughs> to point out to you constantly, I, know. <laughs> I will never be alone with you in the same room. Let's say interim pride. Okay. You know what? If Ben Roethlisberger was as, as fucking cautious as I am, <laughs> uh-huh. he wouldn't have any problem. There wouldn't ben, be a concern. You always have to be able to spot the uh, the problem ones. And Roethlisberger looks like Frankenstein terrorizing <laughs> the countryside yeah. now. He's never going to look good because he's too oh, big. Yeah, yeah. It's never. He could shake a girl's hand, and it's like, look at him. He's trying to tear her arm <laughs> off by shaking a girl's hand. If you mean. Put his thumb in her vagina. Yes, that's what he's been doing. <laughs> One for the thumb. Um, yeah. I may even have you guys bring in your soaps and shampoos tomorrow. I'm just <laughs> concerned. <laughs> well, you brought up before that Fez was a big liar on the yeah. $2,000 bet. Yes. And let's face it, Fez is being known for not paying off his bets lately. Yes. He owes us a ton. Three dinners. Of dinners out. You're going to be able to tell just by looking at me whether I have cheated or not. And trust me, I am not going to cheat. I'm looking forward to the extra free time. (laughs) I was wondering if anybody was going to want to hang out with him for any dinner after a couple of days. Uh, Tomorrow night, Fez and I have a dinner with uh, 
our good friend Jeremy Coleman, who we met 10 years ago in New York City. A decade. Yeah. Fortunately, I only have 24 hours funk for that. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I'll be honest and say I go 24 hours without showering, no problem. Oh, <laughs> on. First Why baby is that dirty Long Island <laughs> girl? Uh, learn what? from baby girls. <laughs> we don't want to hear it. What Why is it? so much worse where with you a girl? Middle Island out there? Is that where you I are? I do, yeah, in Shirley. Is that it? where it is? It's, it's not that coming from there is whether or not it makes it appropriate to not shower. I think it's oh. just... <laughs> It's implied. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I think I might have been doing that long before Shirley came around. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Fart it. Fart it up. Oh, God. I shower before uh, I come I here. I don't want to hear any of your <laughs> details. She, no, stop. She farts and bleeds at the same time, she told me All yesterday. Right, I don't even want to fucking While she's that. eating hot dogs. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. Um, Fran, New Jersey, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, Ron, I wanted to know if... Hello? Yeah. Oh, Ron, I wanted to know if they're going to be allowed to wash their hands after using the bathroom. Because otherwise you don't want them touching anything in the studio. The answer is simply no. Now, I have okayed Perel, and we have that here at the studio. They can come in and use that. But I don't want to see it abused. Because mm -hmm. if I see you guys trying to get over your hands, start Perelling under your armpits... <laughs> I'll fucking, They're going to start using it. the Clorox wipes. We're going to yeah, come I'm in and get you play that game. I can't play that game. I'm not going to do that. I, I have won't. sensitive skin. I don't even want to use a Purell, but I do have a child, so I need to be clean for him. It'll make your skin bubble. I have two children. Curtis actually. in Ohio. You're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. I see management stepping in before you, either one of these guys quit. Can you imagine the elevator ride with these two guys in it? And make well, sure Fezzy goes to the sales meetings. Management has asked me uh, to make sure that this isn't a how long can they wear a wig contest, which they hated the last one. Well, if this keeps other strangers from climbing on and crowding the elevator, so be it. Then it's a godsend, this contest. Mm. If they climb on there and turn around and head right back out, I will cheer. You don't like sharing elevators with other human beings. No, I don't share well with elevators. I saw that yesterday when you kind of panicked back there. But there were a lot of people in that elevator. Oh, yeah, they packed it. And I don't understand the people that enjoy a packed elevator, obviously. Some people do like it. I mean, I, I see it, you know, in different elevators where the door's closing. It looks like it can barely close. Yeah. And someone's running to be part of that claustrophobic group. I think people just don't want to wait for the elevator to come back around again. It's seconds. It's under well, a minute. Well, first of all, yeah, we have uh, an elevator bank here yeah, there's like where there's six, six of them. them. Yeah. So we're fine. Eight banks. Eight? Yeah. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Yep. Eight. So there's no reason. There's no reason... To pack it in. Every one of those people that climbed down with us yesterday could have had their own elevator. I now, can you do the thing where, like, the whole tour group has to get on the elevator when you do, like, the NBC tour and, uh, you know, top of the Empire State? The I, whole group has to pile on an elevator and then go up. Yeah, I absolutely hate it. And it's such a long ride, too, when you're going to the top of the rock. I've never been to the top of the rock. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we should all go one day. <laughs> Don't, Ronnie. No, I know better. <laughs> I know better. Maybe we've been to the top of the cock, though. Uh, we've been, uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, Fez, you've been asked to bring in uh, your shower bench. Uh, that's coming up on two of two, friends. You won't be needing it anymore. 
Okay, I'll bring in the. I will bring you in a dry shower bench. Disgusting. When we wipe our asses, can we? Are we allowed to flush the toilet paper, or should we? Do we have to bring that in, too? Um, I want to. Please don't, Ronnie. <laughs> and then the other question. This is a serious question. I use Lubriderm a lot to. Um, uh, no, excuse me. I use Astroglide to mm. jerk off. Can I wash the dick afterwards, or do I? Absolutely not. Okay. That's washing. Mm-hmm. Can you use uh, your glide? Go ahead, help yourself. Thank you. But I'm that not glide, taking the- yeah, but that glide's staying on there. It stays on until this is over. And if you remember correctly, so will your. <laughs> <laughs> I got Astro Glide on me at all times. A little red hair girl. If you need to set up a bar in the corner and just keep serving drinks so you can you keep, think? keep a hot hand, go ahead and help yourself. <laughs> I do not want you to lose your wrist. Keep myself fresh for work. Yeah. Um, do you remember what you uh, called Death Metal Mo? I'll set that up. A sycophant. He goes, sycophant? More like sick of gingers. Dave will wash Fez rules. Fez, 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 Fez. Nice, Mo. Death Metal Mo. Making things happen. In the Siren Series Challenge, I'd like to remind everyone I'm 8-1. Uh, Old Bull Nuts is pulling for Dave. Uh, Watley Posse, stand down. Dave Pound will reign. A world of shit done on all you fuckers. <laughs> Thank you, Bullnuts. <laughs> That's getting a little carried away. I got a um, an email from a man who just simply goes by Dicks and Cheese that says he's rooting for me. Uh, Bob, Florida, run a Fez. Hey, I got a solution for Fez's uh, elevator phobia there. Yeah. When all them people pile on, he just steps off and there. he says there's another one that's right there. Just let them all go and he get the next one by himself. Not as easy as it sounds, Bob. Here's what happened, Bob. I was in there. So Fez is not, you know, going to hop out while I'm standing in there with him. And I was talking to someone else. But then all these fucking Merrill Lynch guys just started coming on. I'm deep in conversation. Or if I would have saw Fez having a problem, I would have said, let's get off, Fez. Because I wait for elevators with him now. And actually, he's taught me something. When you ride an elevator alone, it is one of the nicest things that the world has to offer. It's pure luxury. It really is. It is first class. Yeah. When you're not, you're doing the uh, avoid eye contact, look at the... It's a weird situation to be in an elevator. Yeah, it absolutely is. I I now have this problem where you know how I go to one certain corner of the elevator to stay in here? Uh, as you walk in, it's the far left. Exactly. Um, had a problem where I was getting on the elevator. Some other woman was running and jumping in at the same time. Two people I can handle. She was running for my corner. Oh, no. Oh, problem. <laughs> yeah. Dive off? Nope, nope. I kind, I just kind of put up an elbow and got my corner. Fez, if you want tomorrow morning, I could put a reserve sign up in the left-hand corner for you, maybe for the day. Oh, does she play up the Fez? It's, Fe- mm-hmm. it's Fez's corner. I could guard the corner if he wants uh, me to. Dax uh, fourteen <laughs> is uh, writing in and saying uh, no napkins. If you get food on your hands and face, a napkin is uh, used to clean up. No napkins. Oh, good call. That's why I'm avoiding things like brown gravies this week. But you can use a sleeve. Okay. I do have children. I want people to remind what, You use your sleeve anyway. Whose fault is that, that you have children? God's? Yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing that you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's like playing basketball with somebody. Remember, I'm born short. Well, then you shouldn't be on a basketball court. <laughs> Are you trying to get out of this, Dave? Fuck no. Do you want to tap out? 
Shit. Let no. him tap out. I'll give you a wet nap and you can quit right now. I'm going to fucking get so dirty, I'm going to have a dick in my ass by the time I'm done with this shit. <laughs> I'm be one of you. Does spit and wipe? Is that okay? Like if a uh, little, you know. Uh, what would you wipe with, though? Speak of which, I got to turn in my Cottonelles. What do you use those for? Just to travel around with? Yeah, just to have a wet nap with me if I need it. If I feel I need it. This will be here for the loser. All they have to say is not me. <laughs> not me. Didn't realize I had so many cleaning products on me. <laughs> um, Todd, Minnesota, you're in Fez. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Are they going to be allowed to shave? Uh, they don't water, shave they anyway. Get... These are two hairy bastards right from the word go. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hardcore challenge. Can't uh, shower. Brush your teeth, clean up in any way. First person who taps out has to then perform as Lady Gaga. I'll do say this, though. I'll give you a nice shower before you Lady Gaga it up. Great. You don't have to dirty Gaga. Great. That'll take away from the Gaga effect. Uh, here's something that the Supreme Court has decided not to hear, a case. It will not tinker with a federal prison policy that prohibits death row inmates from giving face-to-face -face interviews to reporters. The justices on Mondays turned down an appeal from David Paul Hammer, that's an inmate on death row. Hammer argued that the policy adopted after the Oklahoma City bomber, Timothy McVeigh, appeared on 60 Minutes in March 2000, is an uh, unconstitutional violation of his free speech rights. 23 news media organizations uh, also wanted the Supreme Court to hear the case. Um, do you think that we uh, have a right or that if Timothy McVeigh types have a right to talk on death row? No, no. If you're on death row, you are a felon. You have given up your rights. You don't have a First Amendment right mm -hmm. anymore. No. And personally, I don't want to hear anything the guy's got to say. You know what? I'm going to agree with you on the First Amendment, right? Uh, what I won't agree is that we might need to hear it. Mm -hmm. The rest of us may need to hear this. Let's suppose to say this. Uh, let's suppose we have a guy on death row. Maybe one of the things that he wants to say is there were other people behind besides me as part of this. Um, the cops did this. Uh, do you know how many people we've already put to death? Before that turned out that we found out later uh, we were incorrect about. Oh, yeah. What what does it hurt to take a listen? You say you don't want to hear, but what could they possibly say that would be bad for us? Where are you on this one, Dave? I was going to say the same thing in terms of you don't know that everyone's always guilty. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is a guy just was a uh, um he was posthumously acquitted. He was already he died in prison and then the jail the state said, "Oh shit, you know what? This guy was innocent, cleared by DNA and there's supposedly 50 50 death row inmates have been um cleared of uh, um have been let out since 1990." And how many times do, do some of these people have more to say than whatever came out in court? That there are other people that they could say were involved in a conspiracy. Uh, why does the what is it in the government to keep us from hearing this? That's one of the things I'm curious about. Give me a reason that this is a bad idea. I'm not saying have the press move in with them, but give me one single reason 
why if 60 Minutes wants to talk to somebody on death row, the New York Times wants to talk to somebody in death row, that it's somehow uh, bad. Give me a fucking reason. But uh, I don't know why the Supreme Court wouldn't hear the case. It could be a million different reasons that this case wasn't either presented in a way that's left open for them to debate. But I have no problem with a news organization going in and, and talking to the person. I'd I mean, like to hear some of this stuff. I mean, my reason is a personal reason. I don't like giving a scumbag uh, a platform. You know, a national television audience. But, I mean, I'll do it the other way. I just won't watch 60 Minutes. I didn't watch 60 Minutes when Tim McVeigh was on. I didn't want to hear what he had to say. Well, you have a tendency not to want to hear things. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. um, but, again, I don't know why that would, like you said, want to keep other people from hearing. Yeah. And if Timothy McVeigh would have come on there and said, I was working with 100 other people, that's valuable information. Or, or simply explaining how he did it helps us in trying to deter this from happening again. Mm. I mean, you have to hear from all sides when these atrocities occur. You know, you, you, you have to hear from the good guys and the, and the bad guys. Um, here's uh, Jerry in Michigan. You're in running Fez. Hey, I just wanted to warn Fez, you know, there's a, a tremendous amount of germs on door handles and whatnot. How on earth are you going to... Get in and out of places. I'm going to keep my eye on the prize, my friend. And yeah. I can use my dirty shirt tail if I need to. If I feel a doorknob is dirtier than me at this point. Now you're talking. Dirty shirt tail. Um, here's Glenn, the trucker. You're on Fez. Hey, how you doing, Ryan? Yeah. I'm rooting for uh, Dave and his fairies, and uh, I'd like to just talk to that little redheaded girl, man. She sounds hotter than all hell. Well, you have to remember something. When she's in this setting with us, she is like uh, a relative. And all Aww, Ronnie. And, yeah, we're all very, all very protective of her. Another unemployed relative. Great. Does that... I win the Olympics already? Mm, I don't even know what that means, but okay. Uh, Brian Rochester, you're on Fez. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, uh, hey, so do you think it's kind of like a natural born killer situation where they don't want to make celebrities into these killers by... You know what, I, I, I really think it does come down to the Timothy McVeigh case. Uh, I don't remember them having a problem. But obviously we all hated Timothy McVeigh so much. And the fact that he was anti-government made the government, the federal government, to say, we don't want to hear what this guy has to say. And that's the thing that, you know that they sell back to Fez, like, let's not make this guy a celebrity. Mm -hmm. Let's not do it that way. And I actually can agree with that in that one case. But I don't know if that's going to be 100%. You can't judge everybody who's on death row as if they were Timothy McVeigh. We uh, haven't had as many Timothy McVeighs as we've had other things. Remember in the case of a lot of these serial killer types, they don't even say where a lot of the bodies are until it's leading up to these uh, kind of times um, where suddenly now they want to get their whole story out there. There could always be information that we want to get. I honestly think it's something that we have to uh, to uh, look at. Uh, Mike in Canada, you're on Run of Fez. 
Uh, yeah, hey, Fezzy, I know you said that you weren't in favor of giving uh, a platform to a scumbag, um, but the way I'm kind of thinking about it is you might have 99 scumbags that are glorifying their crimes and, and trying to make a, a bullshit attempt at an appeal, but you might have a, that 100th guy who is truly innocent, and, you know, that, that interview might shed light on the case and get some attention that he otherwise would never, ever get. Interesting and point. I, I'll throw that back to Fez Watley. Fez, if you did have to hear 99 hideous people talk mm-hmm. to save one innocent man, would that be worth it? That that would be worth To save an innocent man's life off a death row, that would be worth it, yes. So you're flip-flopping. I, I have to flip-flop in that in that instance, but I also think... This is why I think that, that Dave is going to win this. I think Dave is going to end up winning this contest on one thing. What's that? You're hardcore. You stay your stupid course. I hate flip-flops and sandals altogether. Um, Here's uh, Steve. Ohio, you're Ronnie Fizz. Hey, Ronnie B., you're a genius. I don't think so. Hey, what about this Charlie Manson guy? I mean, that that guy, he's made more tapes than Steely Dan. I mean, how's he keep getting on the news? Some of the nutty tapes that uh, Manson has made... um, has kept me entertained over the years. The one where he just started showing the dances, and you had no idea what dance he's going to do. Come in and put that up for us, Dave. It's absolutely phenomenal. I don't believe that that Charlie was in a federal prison, though. I think he's in the California uh, prison. Um, here is uh, Brooklyn Ace. You're on the Run of Fez show. Good morning, Ronnie. You sound like a million bucks. Uh, quick question for you. What if Mark David Chapman was uh, to to go on 60 Minutes. Would you watch? Now, granted, he's in a New York State prison. He's right. not in a federal prison. I, but I would but, say this. I have had zero interest in Mark David Chapman from the beginning. But uh, if I was told, hey, he has information, there was somebody involved in the John Lennon thing, um, He's claiming he was hired to do it for other people. I admit, I would then want to hear that information. But just to hear how crazy he was and how he shot John Lennon, and this would just be on a personal thing because I love John Lennon so much, Mm -hmm. it would be tough for me to do. I totally got Fez saying, because I don't think I watched the Timothy McVeigh stuff, I totally get that part of it. But I don't think it's necessarily... um, something that I want to keep other people from having the chance to do. Um, there may be some people who are going, we, we need to hear what Timothy McVeigh has to say. I'm not just one of those people who's interested in that. All right, here's Manson. This is him on is Death it, Row. Yeah, him dancing. All right. There he is. He's just dancing along on YouTube. I'm brand new. He's brand new. Everything I do is always brand new. I'm on the premise of reality. A lot of remixes. His point was that you're not going to be able to know what he's going to do next, so he just started doing crazy movements <laughs> as if that made him a genius. Uh, Dave Pound versus Watley Posse. Uh, it's all going on right now. I know who's running the Watley Posse. And that's, of course, Death Metal Mo, the always respected Death Metal Mo. He's on top of it. He also bakes. I don't know who's in charge of the Dave Pound. 
Davy Max in charge of the Dave Pound. I ha- I handle this ship myself. That's embarrassing. Where are my Dave's at? No, let's see. Da- Speak up. Oh, monotone. Uh, Ryan, Ryan in Texas, you're on a fez. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was thinking if you're going going to defend people like Westboro Baptist Church, you would have to defend the, the death row inmates' uh, right for free, free speech. It's unpopular free speech that you need to. Uh, well, I mean, one of the one of the things about being in jail is that you do give up rights. Yeah. You do surrender rights. Um, so I don't know whether. See, my thing is not so much that the person has the right to free speech, but it would be beneficial to us sometimes in society to hear some of these things. I don't even necessarily know if we have a right to hear it, you know. I just think that it could be a benefit. And we came out with the 1% law. If there's 1% of the guys out there who need a little help, who don't belong on death row, do you want to put up with 99% of the idiots? Fez Watley, flip-flops. Flip-flop. Flip-flop. I don't understand anything about flip-flops anymore. When I was a kid, we called them go-aheads because we couldn't go backwards. It doesn't even seem right that a death row inmate would get to meet a celebrity like Katie Couric to interview him. Like that, that, that seems like just an award reward right there. He gets to meet a celebrity. I don't understand the crazy logic that goes on sometimes in these flip-floppers. How is it flip-flops? Why don't they say, he's doing the Crocs, if you're indecisive? Why why just that type of footwear? How about, you know, he's got those boots on. What's my very good point? point? Can I just be on Team B? Yeah. Um, Tom, PA, run a fest show. Hey, I was just hoping Dave would do something nice for his family and go ahead and forfeit this contest. Eight and two is a very strong record. I I, I think there's no shame in it. I want to go nine and one. I'm eight and one right now. I want to go nine and one. You forfeit your family. <laughs> this he Dave, won't. Dave has her has figured out a new way of getting back at the listeners. That's just brilliant. He he tells them they are what they've recently accused him of. It really is the balls in your court strategy. And he has uh, used that 100% of the time. Um, here's Mike. P.A., you're on Fez. Hey, uh, the, uh, the convict could use it as a teaching moment. Like, uh, hey, kids, uh, don't do smack and kill hookers. You know, look what happened to me. Yeah, there are plenty to do that scared straight thing. I wish I had it all to do over again. There's a lot of uh, inmates that are born-again Christians. Loving Jesus. Wouldn't be here without the man upstairs, without all things are possible. He's the one who gives me the beats. All I am, I'm the vessel he travels through. That's all. I'd like to know, if Fez was on, like, death row, he he wouldn't want an interview? If Fez was on death row, he'd be sucking and fucking. Suck <laughs> <laughs> It'd be Chuck and Buck. Um, Mike, San Diego, you're on Fez. Hey, guys. Hey, I uh, seen if I, gonna, if I could get Fez to flip flop again. What if an inmate uh, was willing to give new information about unsolved crimes? You know, he wait, he he wrote it out through the trial and was convicted, but he actually has several other. Fez is already flip flopped. He's already on, over on this side. He's changed his vote. Um, 
Fez, here's one that you should be excited about. Betty White says she'll definitely be doing Saturday Night Live. She just doesn't know when or what she'll be doing. Thrilled for Betty White. This is going to be a big, big hit for her. Now, unfortunately, it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a great time until they get to the part of Saturday Night Live where they bring out her new best friend, Sandra Bullock. And you know that's going to happen. I thought you stopped with the Sandra Bullock hate. I'm just saying it's going to happen. Um, Zach Galifianakis did Saturday Night Live the other night. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. The guy's funny. Finally, we'll get a funny Saturday Night Live. And uh, I sat through a terrible Obama thing. Then they show the Zach Galifianakis, and I'm re-excited. He does his opening. I found it to be quite amusing. I was sitting there, chuckling. Even said to the girls, I sure like that Zach Galifianakis. And then we're back into Saturday Night Live. I'm just like, what am I doing? I don't know if anybody can go on that show and be funny don't, anymore. Don't do it. Watch what I do is the next morning I went to YouTube and Zach Galifianakis monologue and was pl- pleasant. That was a pleasant experience. I'm not going to watch the show anymore. You didn't miss anything. I am not doing it anymore. You I, got the entire fucking thing. And the Betty White will be awful. Yeah. And, it and, will be awful because she's not funny. And the show's not funny right now. And if a skit is good, it will appear all over the internet the next day, so you don't have to sit and waste your time. I will never watch that show live again. You're done with it. They didn't have a set- good sketch to put on uh, YouTube. So why do you think it's going to be a big hit when Betty White's there? I mean, Zach Galifianakis is a sincerely funny fucking guy. Sincerely a funny guy. And the opening was great. And you're like, this is fucking all right. Now here we go. No, forget it. I'll tell you, that's not live. I like to say make some big changes over there. They're not gonna. But I'd like to see them make some big changes. Uh Alan, Cleveland. Talk to Ron Fez. Yeah, um, love the show. Uh I was just wondering what's Dave gonna do about beating off with his addiction and all that? You know, it's gonna be pretty nasty to clean up for him, wouldn't you think? Um, and, uh Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury. Oh, Freddie Mercury. please. Oh, oh, Jesus. I hate these Queen fans. They ju- they destroy the flow of my show. Uh, Dave is more than welcome to jerk off, but if he wants to clean off, he can do it simply with his dirty T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> what about a batch rag? That that should be legal. Why? That's cleaning off. That's oh, really? a- Why not put some soap and water on it and scrub yourself down? That's a cleaning tool. You should just jerk off into his sock. Put the same sock, t- sock that he's wearing. Yeah. And put it on immediately. I'm just not going to clean up. <laughs> or Fuck just it. not take it off. I will jerk off over the toilet. Jerk sock. Uh, Mike, Orlando, Ron Fez. Hey, you doing, buddies? Yeah. Uh, wanted to point out, I agree, Ron uh, hated that SNL. Uh, he was funny in the opening. But there was only that one skit where it was Zach shows up on set. And it was just him showing up in random places that had nothing to do with SNL. It was pre-taped, and that was funny. Uh, I'll, I'll agree with that. And the little kid's face wearing the beard was fucking hysterical. Um, and that was more like a Zach Galifianakis bit. What I just wanted to say was some kind of Zach Galifianakis show without all the other stuff. Yeah, I hear you. You hear me? Yep. Then let me fit in, motherfucker, when I'm knocking. Open that door and let me in. Give me a spot on the couch. And maybe some uh, something nice to drink. 
All right. What do you want? We got Sprite, Seven Up, and Slice. <laughs> you don't. You, wow. You are so big into uncolored colas. Yeah, I love the a lemon lime. I didn't know that. It's my favorite. Lemon always gets the top billing in that. Well, what? what hold on. So, what do you say, Fez? Well, maybe some people like a little bit more lime than they would lemon. Lime is a good flavor. Well, maybe they're only doing it alphabetically. Oh, okay. But it seems like, you know... Because you don't necessarily put the best first and everything. It's just the way it sounds. Yeah. But what everybody would like to say, oh, it's a lime-lemon drink. That's fucking difficult. Lemon-lime flows. Lime-lemon... Lime doesn't, lemon doesn't, doesn't fucking flow for you. Sounds yeah. like Liz Len- Lemon. Doesn't work. From the uh, 30 Rock. What? That flows. It's uh, it's like flows like taste of lemon. Oh, I can I understand. wait to out-dirty you? I You're going to be begging for a bath. Why doesn't lime get the front push? Lemon's always leading pack. I don't like it much. Except for, of course, Liz, Liz Lemon. And Taste Lemon was my favorite book ever. Oh, why it's a Clementine? Isn't what if there was a backpack filled with lemons? That would be the worst day of my life. I forgot about laptops. They should change Damn it. Damn it. Backpack. I forgot about laptops. They should change the name from laptop to top lap. Laptop, more like crap top. Whatever happened to the old movie Slapshot? Is that a laptop? Sure sounds like one. I think they made a Slapshot too. Wasn't as funny. Where were the brothers? That's an awkward Fez moment. Brought to you by 60 Minutes. Here's Glenn in South Carolina. Wait a minute. Hold on. I get, get get a hold of G-Baby immediately for me. He's got spy reports going on. That- spy report. Spy report. Spy report. On the Oliver Stone film. Oh, sweet. Let G-Baby know, as the king of young Hollywood, he has to be reachable 24 hours a day for me. I call him up at all hours. I'm sure we can get in touch with him. <laughs> what are you just calling him? What are you up to, dude? I was, yeah, I'll, if I see something I like, I'll, I'll ask him. Like, hey, did you, did you see this? Because I liked it. You know what makes me sad is, like, I feel like you should be uh, living G-Baby's uh, life. You're a good writer. Yeah. You're I, a person I, that should be connected. Uh, I, but I love more than just movies. I love sports, too, and all that shit. Well, he's a sports writer, too, for different stuff. Oh, cool. Well, you're blowing it. I like. I, He's I like in every US, uh, UFC fight there there is. Oh really? I'm not a big UFC guy. All right, G baby, give us your spy report. All right, uh, spy report. Hollywood reporter is reporting that uh, 20th Century Fox has bumped Wall Street Two back to September instead of April 23rd. Oh my God, is this a bad sign? Uh-oh. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. April like. April's kind of a wasteland for movies. September, maybe that means they think it's got a little bit more of an Oscar buzz. You released it in the fall. It could be a good thing. Dude, I am willing to bet cash money right now there's no Oscar buzz for this thing at all. 
You're tail end in summer there. What's that? You're you're on the tail end of summer, like August. No, uh, the uh, the last week of August actually isn't even a big summer movie thing. Right. They always like the third week of summer uh, of August is the end of the summer thing. So September is where they always used to dump uh, movies that had no fucking chance. That's where you would see a Larry the Cable Guy film. Oh, gee, baby, this is bad news. No, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like September isn't a. Ba- I mean, December or November would have been a little more encouraging. Mm. We'll see. I mean, I know you hate the trailer. I kind of think it looks all right. I mean, we'll see what happens. Well, you liked but. another forty-eight hours, and it's basically the same trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. like when they went back and found Eddie Murphy again, still in jail. Okay, just since we've saw you. Hey, speaking of which, do you like the Tron Two trailer? Uh, no. I mean, it's all right. I. I it's okay. I mean, I don't really even love the first movie, which kind of, as a geek, it sort of makes it like sacrilegious to say, but yeah. I find the first movie boring. Wait, but why do you uh, consider yourself a geek? Um, I, mean, I, I collect Star Wars memorabilia and things of that nature, uh, or have you, in the past. Yeah, you're a geek. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Higgs, where are you on the first Tron? Oh, it was awesome. It really, it, I think it holds up, too, strangely enough. I do, too, and it was like, for a sci-fi thing... It was smart rather than just fast. You know what I mean? Like, there were smart ideas. It was about the ghost of the machine. The Tron, the Tron 2 trailer wasn't so crazy about, to be honest with you. The um, the teaser trailer I thought was cooler, but now that they're giving the actual storyline, I'm a little worried. Because it might be centered around the kid instead of... Uh, yeah, I worry about it being centered around the kid. Yeah, it's like Indiana Jones 4. You love that. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Okay. Nuke the fridge. Indiana Jones 4 is exactly like Wall Street 2. <laughs> there's some fucking, the same kid comes and takes over <laughs> with his fucked up hand. In defense of the uh, Tron trailer, though, I mean, I saw it in IMAX 3D, and they, they shot some of it in 3D. They shot some of it in IMAX. So, I mean, it did look kind of cool there, but, I mean, like I said, the story will see. I, I worried more about the story than I did the, the look. Uh, anything good coming out this weekend, G-Baby? Uh, I'm hearing okay things about the the Green Zone, which is the Paul Greengrass, uh, Matt Damon looks like a born movie, but it's not. Matt thing. Damon is slowly but surely becoming one of my favorite actors, and I never give him a break because of the way you know. Starting, he seemed like Lucky Boy to me at the early part of his career, but the guy works hard. And he makes good movies. Yeah, and this is a little off topic. I was going to go on before, but I was busy. Uh, Dave, you should check this out. There is a new King of Kong, an Asian guy from New York, beat Steve Weeby and Billy Mitchell. Oh wow! What's this guy's name? Uh, I gotta find. I tweeted it earlier, but uh, I've been I've been busy. Calling. Uh, as does he have a video up? Uh, he uh, he's been talked to Twin Galaxies. His name is Hank Chien. Chien. Yeah. Here's what I hate. Dave has wasted his entire life loving Billy Mitchell when there's he should have been a Hank Chan fan like the rest of us. He's from Queens. Queens up. What's up? Fuck Hank. We'll drop a bomb on his ass. He's mean the new the, king. The king Billy of Queens. The Billy Mitchell pound. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. That's great stuff, G Baby. Uh, he's the best. He is the best. Never saw what? Kong 2? Come on, get on top of it. Uh, here it is, the Daily Later. Why is it always salt and pepper? Why not pepper and salt? Why is it always Leader taking an unoriginal idea and calling in with it? What do you mean? 
He hears someone else mocking, and that's his cue. That's People what he tries like to do. That's what he tries to do. I do prefer pepper to salt most of the time. And leader, thank you so much for not showing up at the bar crawl. That was fantastic. I appreciate that. That was it made it the best bar crawl ever. Without you so whining focus at, on me, huh, Fez? You're always wondering what I'm up to. Without you whining up What's to me, that was two? fantastic. I was thrilled. I don't know. I thought we squashed this a while ago. I know. Oh, I'll, I'll never squash this. I hate your guts. Ouch. Wow, that's painful. I'm going to go pull a Mikey, Bo- Mikey D and uh, Jeff and call into different names now. Oh, Jeff has been calling in under different names? Nah, I'm sorry. I don't know if Jeff no, was. No, Mikey give... D did. Oh, he yeah. was Mike from Queens. Yeah. Love you, Fez. It was, his, it was his name, Mike, from where he's from, Queens. Fez, could he's we have... He's so misinformed. You're pissed off. Yeah, I, can I don't see like that you're him. not even goofing around. No. You're furious. I just don't like that guy. Scale 1 to 10, how mad are you? Uh, 10. All right. Let's take you back down then. All right? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's take you to a place that I'd like to call Chill Park. And that's a park where you can chill. Nice. Um, I'd like to see Fez's hate list so I know who to keep up with. I need to know the names of people you don't ever want to be friends with again. I know Kathleen from the Bronx is very high on that list. Kathleen is not on that list. Well, not, see, that's why I need the list from you. Yes. I get confused. That's a wrong list. I know Jeremy Coleman high on that list. No, Jeremy's nowhere near that list. All right, then let me take it. So this is why I need an official list. I'll have to write one up. Well, you have to tomorrow. You don't need to. Oh, okay. You need a little time. Jot it down now, and if you can't come up with it, uh, moving in tomorrow. Right now, I'm just thinking how much I hate Leader. Why don't you like Leader? Oh, he's an asshole. Now, what made you and Leader stop liking each other? Where he thought he could try to goad me. He thought he could try to get people to turn against me. That sort of thing. Hmm. With his very unfunny phone calls. Then he thought he could come Why in here. Why does he call himself leader? When I never see him leader. He Awful. should be fo- follower. That's exactly what he is. Or at least walking next to her. Maybe even innocent bystander. Who knows? And why Mikey D? What happened to Mikey A, Mikey B, and Mikey C? You don't see them around. What happened? And what's with his foundry music, Jeff? Where was he found? I've never seen him do any music. And is his name even Jeff? Oh, I just got word that it is. Well, we know those three. Right, Uh, those are three easy ones. Hippo Brothers. (laughs) I haven't seen those guys in forever. I don't think I've ever said that on the air. That scared him off. Yeah, there was one of them you said you didn't like. And it got him very angry. I think I wrote it down. Well, we were back at the other building. Why is that funny to you? And it still got out. How did they guess? Those guys are so nice. I never understood why Fez hates them. I love those guys, to be totally they're, honest. They're great. I've known them for years. Oh, if you could hear the way Dave talks about you behind your backs, Hippo Brothers. Why? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, you do. <laughs> Giggly. Uh, Steve, NYC, you're on Fez. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. What is it, Steve? Hey, 
this on? Yeah, it is. Who else is hey, Ma- Manchester United against AC Milan, just about to roll off on, uh, on the soccer channel. It's happening right now? Uh, they're, yeah, their uh, initial... Uh, Champions League. It's right now. Uh, friendly, or does this count? No, this counts. It's for uh, Champions League. Uh, all right. Uh, Dave, who are you rooting for? I'm going to row for uh, Milan. I'm going to go Manchester U, mainly because they're whiter. Okay. Milan makes me think of uh, those Pepperidge Farm cookies that are so tasty. Do we have any? No. I don't think we even have any in the stack machine. Uh, Kurt, Nebraska, you're on my Fez. Roddy B. Yeah. Hey, Fez's hate list. Uh, what's at the top? Sanity and happiness? No, Kurt from Nebraska. You hate Kurt? Yeah, I do. For the moment. Don, Arkansas, run a Fez show. Hey guys, I was just uh, wondering if uh, Dave and Fez are going to be able to wipe their ass during their dirty contest. Uh, yes, and you, and you know why? We're not animals. I don't want these guys walking around with shit in their pants. And Dave, you already told us you had an accident the other day. Yeah, I was jerking off in my bed, totally naked. And at the moment of climax, I guess a little squirted out. I didn't even notice it. So I got up. A little to- what squirted out? Poop. So okay. I took a shower. So I, now, do you think you came and shit the bed yes. at the same time, the same yes, moment? I do feel that that happened. Didn't you even smell it, Dave? Nope. So I, I got into a shower. I didn't know that that was even possible, as if the body would have just go to one place or the other. I didn't know that you could do two at the same time. Like oh, yeah. Come and shit. Yeah, I think. Oh, sure. Why not? He comes and shits. He comes and shits. Come on, come on, come on, come on. All right, go ahead. So you shit the bed. I shit it, and then um, I got into a shower and just left. And then my <laughs> wife texted, what, are you feeling okay? And I go, "What? why? What's, what's going on? And then she said that there was shit all over the bed. I was horrified about that. Just leaving a crappy crime scene. Yeah. Uh, Rob, New York, you're on the fuzz. Hi, I got a uh, question about Tron 2. Oh, Would great. this be the longest good. span between sequels? No, I believe that would be Old Testament, New Testament. Uh, let's take a look at this. Uh, just Google it in there. Longest time between any movie sequels. Okay, we are. Uh, the remakes, of course, doesn't count the same. Uh, and you're going back and basically uh, using the same lead actor. Um, and Tron is definitely about five years newer than Wall Street. Both of them are coming out in the same year. Well, what about The Hustler and The Color of Money? I thought The Hustler was like 62 and Color of Money was 86, I thought. Uh, Could be wrong. But I thought that's, those were the stats on that. Well, that would just be about the same as we're looking here oh. with, with this, uh, about 25 years. So, yeah, it's going to be something like that. And most of the people who saw Color of Money did not know The Hustler. Um, there's a better chance that kids would have watched Tron on a DVD than the kids would have caught up in the 80s with the with the Hustler. Godfather 3 only came out. It seems like it was it took forever, but now when you look back on it, it's 16 years apart. Yeah. Now it feels like it, that's not that big of a time span anymore. At the time, all everything changed. All right, here comes uh, Pepper Hicks. Pepper, what do you got? It looks like it's a call, it's a hustler and color of money at twenty five years. All right, Tron would also be twenty. May, when year did Tron come out, Pepper? Uh, eighty two. I thought it was eighty four. 
Then you thought wrong. Even if it was A4, then it would be longer. Because that would be two. Oh, shit. So it might be. 28 years. That has to be the record. So this would be the record. Has to be. Yeah, color, like you see, he said, I was right about the color money, but now Tron did beat it. So fuck you, Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's break this thing that he signed. Can I ask you, tomorrow you're coming in with the hate list, right? Yes. Is Dave going to be on it? It depends on how much hate I'm feeling. Seriously? Yeah. I don't know whether you're working this or shooting it. No. Sometimes you actually hate him? Yeah, sometimes it goes that far where I just hate Dave. Dave, is there times that you actually hate Fez? No, I, I don't. Never? Even for a second? No. Always loved them. Well, we're not going to go that far. By the way, I loved my Old Testament, New Testament joke, and I don't care if no one liked it. I liked it. We it, were laughing over here. I don't think you guys were. We were. I just had and the mic off. Never laugh with the mic off. Put the mic on and let everybody enjoy. All right. I will next time. Give me next, a laugh track. Next joke. You, we'll, we'll, we'll laugh it up. Mm. Gone with the win, nineteen thirty six to ninety one. Psycho, nineteen sixty to nineteen eighty three. Uh, color, uh, hustler, color of money, sixty one to eighty six. So, uh, gone with the win would have to be it. Well, what about Wizard of Oz and Return to Oz? Wasn't that a cartoon? Well, you had a... It's 46 years. Yeah. Was was to turn Oz. Uh, Ram, Rambo was 20 years in between. Uh, what was uh, Wizard of Oz and Return to Oz? 46 years. I don't even remember Return to Oz. Who returned? <laughs> Dorothy? Name one of the original people that returned. It was 64 years between Bambi and Bambi 2. Yeah, and but Bambi 2 never came out to the theaters. No. I got a problem with that. And I think the same could be said of the other one, too. Hmm. Um, Anthony, Jersey, you're on running Fez. Yeah, hey, Ronnie, I got a question about that siren series. What happens if, say, uh, Fez is walking around with a sour milk bowl of cereal and drops it on Dave? Dave, you know, does he, can he clean it off? Does he have to sit with it on there? You know, they sabotage each other? Well, they can wipe down with their shirts, their coats, and stuff like that. I don't. I didn't set this up so they could sabotage each other. Right. But if they want to get hardcore, they get hardcore. There's no rules to a match like this. Right. I'm going to try to obey the rules, though, and not do any kind but of But let's thing. say this. If Fez runs over and starts shampooing Dave's hair, I don't think that that should go against Dave. No. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, in the meantime, he can't wash the shampoo out. But I don't, I'm not going to yell out, fucking match over. If anyone touches me, I'm going to pour soda on them. We now, should. Le we let's take it back to this. We didn't set this up to see how well we could cheat. This is two gentlemen, two knights of radio, who decide to have a contest. The spirit of it is who, spirit. who can go the longest with no hygiene. That's it. I mean, that's that's the spirit of the competition, not who can get the other one the dirtiest. Right. So I would hope we would stay with the spirit of the experiment here. And look, if you want to sit around with your ass out, that's fine. That's fine with me. I'll take it out. I'll take out my ass. I'll take out my dick. For dinner? Um, let's go to Idaho. Dan, you're on my face. 
Hey, Dave. Instead yeah. of uh, jacking it so much, how about you just uh, make love with your beautiful, obviously loving wife? I mean, it's a uh, you know nicer way to go. Little cleanup, and the smell is actually kind of a nice reminder. Why don't you fuck my wife? How about that? Okay. Can I just tell you next that next caller? You got to come back for everybody. Nobody can take you on today. Your red fucking heat. He's just he's just red hot today. I wish this show could go on for hours. But it can't. But the next time you hear us, two of the people of the show, well, let's put it this way, at least two, will smell horrible. <laughs> it doesn't take me long to get ripe. Particularly now that we got the heat back. Oh, yeah. That's not going to That's not gonna help my case at all. Mm. I know Fez often smells like onions, so I, I can't wait to... S- to smell him without the shower. I mean, maybe it'll be like a blooming onion. Well, I'll give you a pit stop if you want to uh, test it out. You know, Dave, yes, he has old people smell. And he doesn't so much smell like onions. He smells like onion soup. And that's not his fault. That's his ragged old skin. So what? Don't judge. Lest right. ye be judged. Oh, Okay. I like onion soup. French onion soup, to be exact. French. Lou Reed is singing this song. John Reed tried to bring the Communist Party to this country. I wouldn't like to be a communist. Willis Reed came on the court with a limp. Still made his first two shots. He was one of the Knicks. But if you added an ER to that, everybody would think you were a racist. Just take off the bockers. What do you get? <laughs> you know, I wore knickers when I was a young person, but couldn't ever even yell it out. We also called our boots slickers. And referred to Mexican kids as beaners. Oh, God. (laughs) Tell her not to try to play up to me. They weren't. Never in the same room. Not without somebody else there. All right, that's it. We're out of here. Uh, Any of you guys got anything you need to plug? Want to remind people about Unmasked with special guest Harry Shear debuting this coming Saturday on the Raw Dog Comedy Channels on Sirius XM. That's 8 p.m. in the East this Saturday on Raw Dog XM 150, Sirius 104, Unmasked with Harry Shear. Also, I thank Half Astronaut sent uh, Dave and I a carton of cigarettes at Neutral Milk Hotel. Uh, t-shirt. Well, what about my guy? Sent me cigars. Frogger 420. So you guys are going to be ha- enjoying cigarettes, huh? No. Cigarettes and neutral milk teas. <laughs> it's just like prison. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting fucking cartons sent from home. <laughs> Great. I like to say my sports shows on this midnight. At, <laughs> or this Saturday at midnight. And search, search, hurry up and search. Friday. We're playing, so tomorrow we'll announce what we'll be giving out and what time we have. We've never played and let the audience play during the daytime, so this should be fun. That's it for us. See you guys back here tomorrow on a weekday. It's Run a Fest. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Satellite.